Hello and welcome to Metrospective, the podcast where we cover everything from Astro Boy to Mazinger Z. I'm one of your hosts, Tooch. I'm Devin. And we're and back at- I literally, seconds ago, finished New <laughs> Getter Robo. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, I just want to hear your immediate thoughts before we go into our tradition, our now new episode structure that we're working with. This one, you... Ah! <laughs> okay, I guess to, to help focus your thoughts a little bit, I'm going to ask a couple questions. First of all... Yes, please. How does this compare to Armageddon? Better. This is, I think this is better. When I first... Based watched... on our, I think, and, 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 you know, that's based on a rubric, and I think our rubric is how does... Our rubric of good of good getter content is how does it compare to the manga, essentially. Yes. Like, how does it compare to the manga? I think if you asked me, like, good five, six years ago, I would have said that Armageddon was better than new. But I'm, mm-hmm. I've, I'm flipped. Yeah, we flipped the script on ourselves. Um, I... Okay, I mean we we haven't we haven't recorded an episode on 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 Neo Getter versus Shin, but I have watched it in the interim. Do you want to briefly just, just because we're going to eventually get to that, but do you want to yeah. just kind of we overall I think that's a pretty good like I I say so I think that really, is really like if if you want like if you want the best picture of Getter, watch all of them. Yes, exactly. It's not a big ask. Not a big ask, but I was saying specifically if you want, I'm trying to describe. Um, Shin versus Neo in like a metaphor. It's like it's like an appetizer for go. If you like this, maybe get the entree. Yes, it th- th- this this tells its own story, but it takes a lot of a lot of large narrative beats from the manga, and then and then uses it to tell its own story that ultimately has 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 many of the same themes and and tones. Yeah, as yeah. the manga. Um, and it. Like especially in that last, especially in like the 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 ending, especially in the ending of this, I felt that it was just like this got this this nailed the mangas. At, this it was nailed the scratching. Field. It was scratching the surface. I could feel it. There, there's like there's like like there's, there's like a surface, like a hard outer shell. It didn't that, scratch that it. Is... They threw something at it. It didn't break, but they but they but it hit. They cracked it, and like it's just it's just a big egg labeled fucking the getter anime you want, and they just kept hammering at it, and it just didn't break. But I was like, oh, it's so close. When yeah. the fucking big stupid oni god, who I will get to that, um, <laughs> said that um a like what was it? A human soul cannot inhabit a doll or something like that. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's it, baby. They're like, they're like, scratching that getter. That, like, like, because, because here's the thing: that line is not. That's not like a line. That's not something from the manga. But that encompasses so much about the consequences of Getter energy. That, in honestly, like, there were a few lines of this that I felt that, like, okay, this is they get they get the Getter manga in a way that the Getter manga never, at the very least, up to go, which I've read, doesn't like. Yeah, you're only, only missing only very briefly, like fucking says out loud textually definitely so much of so much of getter is subtext just because the text is big robot smash <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a that's a great way of putting it because um 
this this very much nailed the feeling. And let me raise this question to you: Do you think that Ishikawa was more directly involved in this than he was Armageddon? I would believe it because I would believe he, it, he but, even, bit, but also like because eh. uh, I was looking at the Japanese uh, covers for the DVD release, and those were all drawn by Ishikawa. That might mm-hmm. be the last getter shit he drew ever. I don't know. He died in 2006, and this came out in 2005. But wasn't he still... When did... When was the last manga he made? Arc was 2002. Oh, okay. I, for some reason, I was under the impression he was making getter manga up until up until his last days. Well, it's because he always took a lot of time between them. Sure. Okay. Because, like, new, like original getter was in the 70s, and then Go came out, like, and then, you know, getter and getter G was, like, 74, 75. Or, like, I think 74 to 76. Let's just give it two years. I guess that, now that I think about it, I guess that wasn't a whole lot of manga for the time period it, it encompassed. <laughs> and then he went and made, because then Getter Robo kind of became a franchise because of the anime in the 70s. Then he brought it back in the 90, in 1991 with Go. And then at the end of the 90s, you had Shin Getter. And then right after Shin Getter, he did Ark. Yeah. And then there was a couple years with nothing in between. But he was always, Ishka, Getter wasn't the only thing Ishikawa made. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. This is definitely his legacy, even though fucking... Even even though, I'm sure dis, despite going to Guy's best efforts, most people just credit it to him, but we have multiple episodes where we're complaining about that. That, yeah. We don't want to reiterate too much from the Armageddon episode, because we are... We're, I want to try to focus a little bit more on this show in particular. On this, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think we have to. There's so much to talk about just in, in this show. Yeah, because we've already... Because, once again, if if you want a little more context for a Getter discussion... Just go and wa- listen to, like, uh, well, last week is going to be Sunset for you. So a week after that, week before that, uh, the Getter Robo Armageddon episode. Just wa- listen to that. Or our old Getter episodes. Yeah, yeah, we did, what did we do? Did, did we do an episode for each We did for each G. Manga? We did Getter and G, I think, in one go. And yeah. then we did uh, huh. Shin, and then we did Go. Yes. Because we did them sense. in chronological order as opposed to release order. Because right. we did Shin before okay. Go, because I that was my idea. I'm sure, knowing me back then, I probably did that under protest, but it's fine. Um. <laughs> I just wanted to do Shin. I think I, I picked Shin first, because I that was shorter, and we could get it out quicker. Yes. True. Fair. Yeah. Um. But no, so th- this one is, it's so buck wild. This one is truly the most different different narratively, while doing the best at capturing the essence of Gator. Oh, totally. It's... it's and there's so this one I also love how there's so many isolated scenes that are one for one taken straight out of the manga, yeah, just in like, slightly different could, contexts. It's it really is like that one, that one video game you showed me that just directly animates. Yeah, the like manga di- uh, some of the some of the parts of Daikasen. Yeah, and I, I was watching this and I was getting vibes of that, especially because like this one, especially the. The, the the animation team for this one especially I mean I I'd, I'd have to rewatch Neo because I do like the art style of Neo Shin of Neo Getter versus Shin. It's a little le- more cartoony. It's a little more cartoony. This one really nails Ishikawa's particular Ish- cartoony. Ishika- Ishikawa's art because his art his art absolutely evolves over the decades because he's a good fucking artist. Um, and this one really nails his. I don't even know necessarily later, but they're definitely like. It's a sweet spot. It's got all. I I think it's a good amalgamation of like all the shit I like about his classic seventies art art style, which is mostly when he assisted Go to guy. guy, and then as he evolved and started getting his own little ticks, like he did a lot of. 
a lot of his detail if he wanted to denote detail in a drawing half the time he would just put like little tiny slash lines like little pencil lines all over everything just to kind of give it more of like a like like a texture yeah um and like there, there's a lot of that in this um and i liked that and i noticed that um but 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 it but it kept a lot of the broad silhouettes that his later art style kinda lost. Like that's one thing I that's one thing I'm just because I'm me. I'm I'm coming from I'm coming from very minimalist art art style stuff like cartoons and and heavy like long minimalist lines and yes. sil- uh, very obvious silhouettes. But his later art style like everybody's hair started getting a little bit fuzzier. It started to lose that those distinct like around like, shit and anime art, shapes. Looks like that. Go yeah. is a little... I feel like, is Go specifically your sweet spot? Probably, yes. Because Shin and Ar- Arc, like, when he goes into the more of, like, the mechanical, like, like toward, when he gets to the end of Go, you have all, like, the, the like, the horror getter stuff. Yeah. Like, when, when it starts bordering on cosmic horror. And, uh, That's the thing. And that's when, honestly, he, yes, Go is my sweet spot because Go... Go is, I think, where he probably developed this idea of, like, okay, real, realistic, real robot mecha exists in this world, but the getter is allowed to be really fucked up and weird because of getter energy, and so I'll keep drawing, I'll keep drawing every getter like a fucked up super robot, but every other robot has to make mechanical sense. Yeah, he, it's just the, the amount of detail he goes into is very commendable. I love his It's like he learned, he, it's, it's, it's truly... It's truly like commendable his dedication to the super robot genre because he learned he learned how to draw real robots and said I'm still gonna make Getter though. And oh, totally. I salute you, sir. So uh, before we go back to our little more of an abstract discussion, let's talk about the opening real quick. Let's talk about Dragon. Um, it's it's honestly like I think I think New Getter has my favorite overall soundtrack uh, of any Getter thing. Of all these Getter OVAs, I think the overall soundtrack is the strongest here. And oh, yeah. honestly, I I would have to go back and like compare each track, but like there were there were there was music. I mean, it's all Jam Project. There were Jam Project songs in this series that I did get more hype for. Oh yeah, like especially Dragon. in the last episode when Deep Red comes on. Yes, 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 yes. yes. The fucking like I was like yeah. I I literally had to pause because I was like. Did my did I just click an extremely wrong button and somewhere on like my Spotify or something Tenacious D started playing because like this riff this riff is tasty. <laughs> it's great, um, but specifically the opening. I think this it it doesn't have the the energy of of Armageddon like heats. Just your heart rate in, like increases while you're watching the opening. Of- I like you know I I fluctuate I fluctuate a lot on which OVA opening I like the most. Because they're all they're all great. That, yeah, I think that just means I think they're all they're all honestly equally great, especially the opening of Dragon. It does not get better than the opening of Dragon. Oh, like, the chanting fucking, and all that. Yeah, just it, it just it's it sets the tone specifically for for, for this show too so well, um, and. The animation in it as well of like just the the weird like the the the, the yin yang which did, whoever fan subbed these did call it yin yang and I'm like these this isn't the fucking deep south rap group fucking uh, this isn't the yin yang twins um but no and like like the, the just I don't know the aesthetic is just so strong in this um so like I I think I like okay I like the opening of dragon the most i like the chorus 
of Storm the most. And I like the... I, I like the, um... I don't know. I, I think... I do like Heats. Oh, heats overall, I, I, I do like a lot. Heats wins by think... stats, by just like best of both worlds, of great of great animated opening matching so well with a song. Heats Heats does have the universality to it. Like if you if you heard Heats, it's just a banger even if you don't fucking know what Get a Robo. Yeah, the rhythm is just great. Um, in term I think the reason I like Storm the mo- I think the reason I like Storm the most is because Storm Storm works the best as a Get a Robo franchise theme song because you literally have to scream Get a when you fucking yeah. it's so good. Um but the dragon like fuck they're all good. They're all good. So um let, let's talk briefly just about the way the getter looks in this and a little note that I wanted to say because I want everyone to know that I noticed this is that the, I love that anytime you see the prototype getter it just looks like it's like OG getter yeah that's honestly like yes it's it's like I I remember like it's not as barrel chested as it is in Armageddon it's close it's it's it, it's good it's it's a really solid like classic getter one design and i remember yeah. watching it being like ah shit and there was even one random there was even one like random like when when ryoma ends up in getter future hell there was one in there that was just like an off-colored shin and i was like fuck off there there's one that there you saw there's even some goes in there and i think a ne- then they have yeah. the go and the neo as separates even though the neo is just a redesign of go um but but yeah, no, I, I remember, like, early on, I was like, oh, shit, okay, cool, because, like, they, um, this is my, f- I, th- I think this is my favorite getter, like, classic getter OVA design. Not not that one, not the not the callback one, but, like, the main series. Yeah, it's the, it's a nice get. marriage of the of getter one and shin getter. It, it almost makes you, it almost makes you believe that the transformation makes sense, but then they transform, and you're like, oh, never mind, this is still absolutely getter robo. <laughs> it's still getter, it's like... This it's there's a little more moving parts. There's a little more. Ma- it's a little more mechanical. Yeah, definitely. There's, a there's more. more there's more joints and grooves. It's it's not as smooth. It looks more like a robot than it does like a toy. Yes, but I would still absolutely love a toy of this. Oh, they made they made Getter. they Holy made Rebel Techs of those of all three of them. Oh my god, that's uh, I need I need I need. I need to like invest in Revel Techs, which just means I need to buy them. But if I say invest, then I sound less like a capitalist whore. <laughs> Um, th- uh, so they Getter 1, joints. <laughs> they do, they snap, they have the little clicky joints on the Rebel deck. And, uh, so yeah, one thing I really liked is actually that instead of, you know, the little tiny axe Getter 1 would just run at you with, uh-huh. it had like a full-on Getter halberd. Yeah, it, it did. I feel like especially, especially towards, especially in the second half of the series, like, after the, t- after the time skip, um, yeah, we'll, we'll um, get to that. The you know this n- new getter really becomes a combination, both narratively and functionally, of the classic getter and Shin. It it very much so. It gets like <laughs> it gets like two upgrades in the span of four episodes. Like it's the the show. I think. It, you said I asked you what your immediate thoughts of on it were, like while I was yes. at work today, because I was I it's been I work on a college campus and it's been dead for these last couple weeks, and I was um. So I was just there. I had one delivery in my seven hour shift, so I was just watching New Getter on my phone. 
and it, and so I watched the last three episodes, which I think are probably some of like just I want to use the word rad. It's just the raddest shit, <laughs> like the the raddest finale ever. Yeah. It might even be better than Ar- than Armageddon's. It's not as epic, but it's 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 just cooler. It, I think. I think in terms of scope, it's just as epic. It's just not as it's Big. not as butt rock. Yeah. And yet it is because it's got a really good butt rock song in it. Like it, it's, it it's, the, it's the opposite sign. It's the opposite side of the Armageddon coin. It accomplishes so much, but it does everything like polar opposite. Like they swap strengths and weaknesses for an extremely similar product. Um. So get her two. Um, oh, Jared okay. was pretty good too. Yeah, no, uh, especially just being pi- just the fact that it's piloted by this OVA's Hayato adds a lot to it. Yeah, this might this is this is fierce Hayato, and we're gonna get into that this after is f- we feral Hayato, <laughs> feral Hayato. <laughs> it's it's final Hayato. It really is. Um, so that and but, the, here's what just one thing about this OVA. Get her two and three get tons of fucking screen time, which is like that's that it does that better than the manga. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, Kanishikawa never drew Shin Getter two and three in the manga. Did he never? Never. Shin Getter's always seen as Shin Getter one. I guess. It, I mean, like you know what? I I would believe that it's probably just like the the narr- the narrative thing. Like he he's so. He kind of wrote himself into a corner, huh? Because he just like he just made Shin Getter like that's that's probably like you know your your major complaint of any OVA that includes Shin is they have to they have to nerf Shin, but it's like that's that's probably why Shin couldn't even actually be in the manga that much because it's a Lovecraftian nightmare machine that no one should pilot. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, like if you're like honestly, ner- here here's my advice. To anybody writing Getter ever, just any I fan fiction. You were, I thought you were gonna say, "Here's my advice: if you are faced with having to pilot Shin Getter." Well, that too. Th- this this same advice would apply to that to that too. If you're ever if you ever in real life are about to board the Shin Getter, just solemnly be prepared that you are never getting out of that thing ever again. That's uh, that's your home now. That's your new body. Like if if you are gonna have any configuration of characters get into the Shin Getter, they should all silently be in agreement that they are full-on accepting they're not getting out of it ever again. We are launching, and we are going to either die or become part of this or lose our physical forms. Hop in, loser. We're going to Mars. <laughs> so then, uh, so that's 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 Getter 2. It, it's I like how it, it looks fast. Like, Getter 2, like classic Getter 2, always looks very silly to me. This one, I believed, could be fast. Yeah, it it's I I especially liked how they they also they also used Getter Two to play with this to to like further. There was a plot point in one episode where like like Ryoma wasn't there, which is actually multiple plot points now. That I think about it. Uh, but like they were using Getter Two, and Hayato was like, "Why the fuck isn't this thing as fast as it's supposed to be?" And they were like, "Oh shit! Like you you really do need all three pilots." Um. And everybody's it's not Haito and, and Musa and uh, Musashi aren't just doing nothing when Ryoma's you know in command yeah no this uh, it because like I I 
what I want to say is this that this, this OVA spends the most time going into how the getter works. It it doesn't go into how the getter works, but it sh- it doesn't tell you how the getter works, but it shows you how the getter works, and that's yes. not it shows you how the getter helpful. team works. It doesn't exp- it doesn't explain anything, but it shows you the most examples of what happens when you pilot a getter. But it still doesn't tell you anything because it shouldn't. Because that's why I love getter. Yes. <laughs> some some blanks are meant to be left blank. I think I remember like very early in this podcast's history. One of the one of the things I came to terms with was, was the fact that like even something like Gundam. Like, in order to realistically have a mech work like it would on screen, so much of what it actually does, especially where fine motor skills are concerned, that has to be automated. You are not controlling this robot, you are directing this robot. You are telling this robot what to do, even if if you have to constantly be giving it commands, like in real time, like... There's no finger gloves. You're not controlling its fine motions. You are either pressing a button or flipping a switch, and that is different from actually tactically imbuing your movements into a thing. Like, you know, like, Like G Gundam does that, but G Gundam's weird sci-fi bullshit. Um, Yeah, G Gundam has, like, the trance suits. Like, later on in Universal Century, we get stuff like, um, we get stuff like the Psycom system and stuff like that, where... As we saw the prototype of that in the Elmerth with uh, Lala being able to control the funnels, eventually it gets to the point where new types and cyber new types can just control mobile suits with their mind. Right. But like, like, in Charles Counterattack, Amuro literally is. There are manual controls for, like, you know, shooting and stuff, but a lot of the more autonomous stuff is just Amuro doing it with his mind. Yes. But even before that, like, Gundams could still exist and mobile suits could do combat. And, like, Getter yes. is taking that even further where it's like. There's no fucking. There's no buttons. There is they're just, like they're just there like is, doing but it's only punch for that One scene where they have to have Hayato do something to try and show that he's panicking and trying to turn it on because it's been stuck in a mountain for how, however many years when they fall through time. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about that. That's super good. Um, that's that was my favorite bit because I'm Tooch and I like time travel. But so like the getter, the getter is really doing its own. thing. Thing, and they are either cyclically they, they have to like psychically emotionally like lead it in a way that they are not even fully conscious of like how much of you of it do you think like what if the text actually acknowledged that and even I, like there's I a line where some t- i think in some ways the text does acknowledge it because like you need three like you need three pilots to bring out its full potential but the fact that a Hayato doesn't believe that and the fact that like they are theoretically they're theoretically piloting piloting it with no th- like Hayato is piloting Getter 2 exactly how he normally pilots Getter 2 but just the fact that Ryoma isn't there Ryoma doesn't have to be doing anything he never says Ryoma isn't here to do x y and z all he says is why the fuck isn't getter 2 as fast as it should be is it because Ryoma's not here Ryoma's presence alone somehow adds to the fucking statistics of of getter and do you know what that means to me Tooch yes the getter runs on chaos magic the getter runs on chaos magic getter and that is getter energy (laughs) Getter energy is getter energy is 
not not just because like chaos isn't directional getter energy is directional getter energy is progressive but it is chaotically progressive yes um getter energy fuck we could do we, we could do a two-hour podcast on the concept of getter energy honestly. we could we a ted talk on getter energy <laughs> so, um so then finally we get we get to getter three just to wrap up the, the mech design I think uh, I like this Getter 3. I think this Getter 3 is the perfect Getter 3. Out of, like, out of better than Poseidon, better than the classic Getter 3, better than Shin 3, and better than Getter Guy? Poseidon is... I don't ever want to talk bad about any Getter, but Poseidon... I love Poseidon like I would love my least favorite child. Um, oh, God! <laughs> uh, there's... <laughs> it's just... It... I don't like I don't like that it has legs. It just shouldn't. Getter 3 shouldn't have legs. Yeah, I agree. She shouldn't. Um, Getter guy is a tank. All three of them are like tanks. It's great. Yeah, but um, so because like the, the they're the, like tank centaurs. The the thing that I like most because it keeps the classic like yellow stretchy fucking Bender Futurama arms, and it keeps the two big fuck off missiles, and it it doesn't have the, the whole back full of missiles like the Shin has. No. But it does, it does have Shin's, like, weird tank wheels. It doesn't have the classic tank treads that the, the original Gator 3 has. But I do, I did always think that the weird, the weird legs that Shin Gator 3 does have was always the coolest part of Gator 3 for me, for Shin Gator 3. And oh, totally. It, it has those, and I like that. I, once, I think this, I think you're right that this is the best Gator 3 design, and they show it the most. They really do. Like they, they really love fucking. They really love Ben K. Mus- Musashi. Musashi Bo. Musashi Bo. They they love this dude for good reason. He's a good man. So that lead that before we uh, that leads us into into the Getter team. So let's talk about this Ryoma. I think this is the closest we get to manga Ryoma. Like I feel like the age he is is where Ryoma is in the manga at the time of like Shin, because Ryoma's like sixteen in Getter in Getter manga. This I mean. This this is I would say this this is peak this is peak young adult Ryoma because I think like in the span of the manga Ryoma changes a lot like not not to its detriment like Ryoma has a significant arc throughout the franchise so We're it's get- hard to pin it's hard to pin down what Ryoma is because to talk about a time frame my headcanon is that Getter is that Ryoma's like sixteen or seventeen in uh, in like Getter one in that in that like original Getter takes takes course like takes place over the course of like a year and then g is another year so ryoma would be like 18 or 19 by then Uh and then in my head like shin getter is like three years later so ryoma's in his 20s then like 22 23 Uh and then i and then i want to say that go is like 15 years after that probably yeah and then arc because of taku because of takuma the main character being like 18 or 19 or like 20 you could say that arc is 20 years after Go. Yeah. Spoiler alert, the main character of Getter Robo arc is not Ryoma's son, but you learn that in the first chapter, so it's not really a spoiler. Wow, I think I forgot that. <laughs> I yeah, I, Takuma's great. I, I can't wait to talk about Ark. But this is this is probably the best Ryoma outside of the manga. It's he's, really, he's a little he's more really good. He's a little more feral because everybody is in this. Everybody's really feral. Honestly, I, it's funny that the least feral one is like the, the the fucking the the horny mountain man is the least feral of the three. That's pretty yes. great. 
And, like, so I feel like this Ryoma is essentially manga Ryoma, but a bit meaner. I, I think... Or maybe crueler is a different word. I don't know. Everyone's a little more sadistic than they usually are. Armageddon Ryoma is mean, I would think. I think Nougatter Ryoma is... more... He, he, care, he doesn't care about consequences. So he just, he, he just, he, like if you don't think. Um. And this actually would make sense for Ryoma if he had, if, if this is just Ryoma without any of the development he got in Getter G, Getter and Getter G and aged up to being a 20 year old as opposed to like a 15 year old. Yeah. And, and like, even, even compared to the manga, in terms of origin story, I think this is the most fleshed out Ryoma we get. Like, Ryoma well, has, has a clear and present life. He has like, friends and like local spots that he hits up and like people know him and people he is he is an active member of his community yes i feel like this once again this is also like if if we you know how we see ryoma the first thing we see is him like going to a karate tournament and like beating up everybody because you know to avenge his dad's like reputation because everyone's like ryoma your dad's karate was too brutal like you're so we, we kicked him out yeah, th- this one it's more um, it's it's more re- it's more economic. It's it's like you know your your dojo's behind on its rent, and he's like, I'm I don't want to pay rent, so I'm just gonna beat you up anytime you ask for rent. And his and of course his landlords are like shady yakuza assholes. Oh my god, that was so fucking good. That was so fucking like y- Ryoma was in was just in a yakuza game for like 15 minutes, and it was That's... such it was so it was my favorite part of the series. It, it was so good. Ryoma's great in this. Uh, Hideo Ishikawa's back voicing him, which is just, he's perfect. He's the perfect Ryoma if they, if they ever have... Like, wild. Honestly, that's, that's the that's, word. This Ryoma's a little more wild. Yes. But what I was gonna say is, if... if and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say if, because I don't want to be disappointed. But you know what? Maybe I should put it out there. When fucking... When they fucking make an anime out of Get a Robo Devolution... Um, without going into too much spoilery detail, because I haven't even read the whole thing myself yet, but obviously young, obviously the, the, the main Ryoma of that series should be voiced by someone else, but the other Ryoma should be voiced by him. Oh, totally. totally. that's going to be the best fucking reveal. Yeah, and I'm going to piss myself even though I know it's coming. Yeah, right, even though I know it's coming because I just, I willed it just now into Yes. Uh, so that's, let's, let's segue into, uh into Hayato, because we'll get more to Ryoma when we go into our synopsis. Because we're going to synopsize this one a lot more than we did Armageddon, because this one actually makes sense, kind of. It makes sense, and also there's not actually, like, a whole lot of significant individual story beats, so we can probably synopsis it pretty quick. It's nowhere near as convoluted. No. Um, so we got Hayato. This Hayato is a fucking lunatic! This Hayato is, like, this Hayato is is truly the the original, like, when, I feel like when Hayato was introduced in the manga, like, Kenishikawa was like, hmm, maybe I need to reel back Hayato a bit. Um, and Nushin is basically them, uh, Nushin, New Getter is, is the, this writing team saying, like, what if they did, what if he didn't? What if he yeah. stayed this fucked up and feral through the whole adventure? Yeah. He comes it's... down a little, but I think only because, like, I... I think his whole motivation, and like you know, maybe this is this. Maybe this was the intent in the manga of, of just like he is. He is this chaotic mass of like energy that just needs to fucking 
be in control of everything and he just needs to always find a new fucking target and i think i think the getter was his like trying trying to take control of his situation with like with the getter and the Tome institute and everything like that immediately that finally sated him yes because he like he and was like you a, know what like, i think know, he was like a student like, like a like a student terrorist in the manga and a regular terrorist in the thing but like he didn't even i don't believe he necessarily had any goals like like real te- like real terrorist yeah. organizations have things that they want to achieve hayato was just out like Hayato, like, literally just, just needed like, an did, enemy. did the thinking emoji and said, what if I caused problems on purpose? Yes. Except a lot of the problems involved the deaths of a lot of people. Yeah, and, and so he, because he, he just liked, he just liked, he liked gaining access to things that were forbidden from him. And Saotome is like, you can, like, that's the thing that gets him, that's the thing that gets him to stay on the Getter team. Saotome told him, like, you can research the Getter as much as you want. And he basically told him, like, good fucking luck. You know what? Do you think just just based on how like later on in arc and go, you can definitely hear how much Hayato like respected Saotome? Mm-hmm. Do you think Saotome was also just like that? Oh fucking sure. <laughs> and that's totally why they got along because they are both crazy. So, yeah, no, like Saotome was like, "Hey, here's a motherfucker. Here's a motherfucker who does nothing but tampers and things he shouldn't tamper with." Like, a fucking same, bro. I want to write, if I'm going to write Getter fanfiction at any time, I want to write, like, Dr. Satome's life story. Fucking, man, a young, a young Satome. Would it be like, would, would there would there absolutely, would there be, like, a Gundam origin moment where he pilots, like, a like a super, like, a like a very early prototype Getter? <laughs> yeah. Because he, like, technically, like, before they finish the team, he does pilot the Getter. Yeah, he's the, he's the pilot of Getter 3 in the manga until Musashi shows up. Yeah, so it's like, he clearly, like, if, Honestly, he probably has technically he probably has the most experience like un, like piling piling getter. We just don't see it because he's old. Yeah. God, so that would be totally the, good. Like just just retcon. It would be like the 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 other the other Zabi sibling that got retconned into Origin. Just have like just have Sao Tomi be the third member of a getter team that we just never hear about. Oh yeah, totally. And so here's here's the thing about Hayato, his introduction in this is fucking raw i love it because in the manga he literally disfigures a guy with his face and they he disfigures with his fingers and does that again and like but the way it's so much more like because it's done in like a going a guy kenishikawa like wow look at that look at that kind of page reveal kind of like shock thing yeah in this it's like it's a scene out of a fucking horror movie where it's like Hayato essentially looks at the camera and says, "You know what would be cool? What if I tear this guy? What if I tore off this guy's entire face with my fingernails?" And then he just did it. Yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, like part of. Like, you know what would be cool? <laughs> tore this guy's face off my fingernails. <laughs> That'd be cool. Like, what That'd if I cool. just like? What if I just like poke like poked his ears so hard they fell off? That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, that honestly, like. The the early the like the the first the first third of this anime I was like I was worried that I just was not gonna be able to fuck with Hayato because it's like he is such a like unapologetic sadistic asshole like like when they put the when they put the thing on him in the manga he just kind of pisses himself and freaks out and then kind of kills one of the one of the the uh, dinosaurs 
But in this, he like fully, he then like kind of gets into it a little too much. He, yeah, he like, he like, that's when, that's when he gets hooked on, hooked on Getter. Getter is, yeah. Um, and the real has to like knock him out to get him out of it. Yeah, he was about to, and honestly, like, I don't even necessarily like, that's the thing. Honestly, I don't even know necessarily if it was something he needed to quote unquote get snapped out of. I think they just had to subdue him. I think relative relative, That's what I mean, to, relative to Hayato, I think relative to Hayato's normal state of being, I think he was pretty lucid. I think at that point he just didn't, he just didn't care. He just didn't care about the fucking anything. They threw yeah. him into this robot and he was yeah. like, "Oh shit, this is a lot of power." I like that. I'm going to fucking destroy all these people because that's what I like doing. Like, I don't think he was overtaken at any point. That's why they didn't throw him in jail. Yeah, like, Hayato is scary in this. He's an individual, like, Ryoma, I would be, I would be, like, nervous to be in a room with because I'm sure anywhere where where Ryoma is, a fight's just going to happen at any time. Ryoma is unpredictable. Hayato is predictable, but the prediction is always this man's going to kill me. I do not want to be in the same city as as Hayato. I don't want to be in the same fucking area code as Hayato. <laughs> um, but no, like, the same I, fucking any the same fucking country. Like, cause like you know, like when they threw when they threw him in jail and he comes to, he's not even like he, he's not like oh I snapped out of it. He's just like yeah, this makes sense that they would throw me in jail. Um, and then Saotome has to fucking cut a deal with him and basically be like yo, you can research the getter all you want uh, if you just help us. Um, and he's like, sure. Because that's the other thing I did like, is that, like, no matter how... He... He toes the line really well between, like, sadistic animal and, like, actually intelligent person. That's yeah, separate, he's, like, like that's he's, a, he's a maniac, but he's, like, fucking really smart. He's not, like, dumb at all. He's... No. Unlike... He's, Ryo- he's unlike a Ryoma, genius. <laughs> like, unlike Ryoma, which multiple times in this series, when any... When any, like... V- when anybody who he is being adversarial with tries to communicate their intent and motivations and goals to him, 99% of the time, Ryoma just goes, I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about, so shut up, because I'm gonna kick your ass now, in some form or another. He's just yeah. not having any of it. That's just, that's Ryoma's thesis statement. I don't know what's going on, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> How dare you try? How dare you try to make me think about anything? <laughs> so let's let's talk about Ben K. Musashibo. Good boy. Um, uh, honestly, so then, like, like, yeah, based on based to, to on... explain to people who haven't watched the show, yes. they decided because in, in, in the original Getter, Musashi Tomoe is a pile of Getter three and tragically dies in every single installment of the franchise. He is replaced in Getter Robo G with Ben K. Karama. Who is who? Kind of comes out. Benga kind of comes out of nowhere, and he's really developed more in Shin than he is in G. Yeah, like a lot of Benkei's characterization is retroactive. Funny thing that I didn't know initially until I watched the original Getter Robo anime. I mean, I mean, I don't have an official source, so this this might be apocryphal. But for, but in my in my research, um, the original Getter Robo anime has this reoccurring character called Bungie, who is I hate, who I hate. Yeah, you hate Bungie. With every fiber of my being. And I think the rest of the fan base does too, because that motherfucker hasn't appeared or been referenced at, even as like a passing photo on anywhere, anything, in any future Get a Robo thing, which I think added to my initial hatred, because I didn't see him coming. 
And when he showed up in the anime, <laughs> I said, I said, who is this awful, disgusting clown? Um, surely this is just a one-off idiot who will never show up again. No, I is, had to I don't skip know anything about Bungie. Is he like, is he like a worse version of Boss's goons from Massinger? Yes, he's a worse version of Boss. He's essentially Boss. So he's just a shitty getter version of Boss. He's just a shitty, and like the, the, the apocryphal trivia effect, I mean, the, the possibly apocryphal trivia effect that I read is during production of Getter Robo, of the anime, they were intending for Bungie to replace Musashi after he died in Getter G. Getter Robo G was supposed to have Bungie take over as the Getter Robo 3 pilot. And I don't fucking, I cannot put into words how fucking thankful I am that they came to their goddamn senses and and pulled Ben K into existence. Pulled, like yanked this good boy from the ether, and and said, "Fuck you, Bungie. We're banishing you to the fucking the cauldron of hell." I I love I love Musashi. Musashi in the manga is great. I'm sure in the original in the '70s anime he's great. In all the OVAs Musashi is in, he's great. And yeah, this no, is a very good amalgam character of the both of them. And I really think this is a night a cool unique take on him. Yeah, that's the and it, like that. That's the secret to having your Getter Three pilot survive is to just sho- shove them all together into a single OC. Um, but the thing, like what I was gonna say at the top, was the thing that I liked the most about this character is when I when I first looked in, like when you showed me initial like snippets and images and things about um, New Getter, I was initially like, ugh, like I don't know if I'm gonna like, I don't know if I'm gonna like Benkei. Um, just because, like, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that you see about him, if you just give give the anime a cursory glance, is like, oh, he's a sex pest and his balls are out. Uh-huh. Um, but honestly, like that, they they don't really fuck with that a whole lot. There's like there's like a couple jokes, and it's all pretty contextual. And then he like gets his shit together, and like they 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 focus a lot more on other shit like there's not a whole lot of time in this ova for like a lot of a whole lot of Benkei shenanigans and i appreciated that because like because he was still in this it wasn't like an olaf from frozen situation where the where like they just they just don't have him in the movie a whole lot but when it's there it's fine but like this like he was a fucking player in this he he's not bungie no he's not bungie um Fucking Bungie, fucking, ugh. They use Bungie too much. Bungie is not Olaf from Frozen because they use Bungie too much. Um, I need I need you to watch the original Getter anime so, we can, so I can go on like a 20, so I can spend half that episode hollering about Bungie. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll specifically call that one, just call, I'll call that one like Getter Robo Part 2, hollering about Bungie. Yeah, fucking, um, but... But I really like this. I really, I really like him. Like he, he, he gets a really good, he gets a really good origin. Like he gets, a, he gets a really good origin of like you know being like a, a monk in the mountains who's like trying. He's just like trying his best. Like that's the thing. Like they, they utilize. Well, his... they show him first as kind of like a like a thief, wild mountain barbarian in modern day. Yeah, like they, they, they actually utilize his flaws as like a character trait to explore, and and not just like oh that's just him because I feel like that that's that's the fault. That's the failing of a lot of char- of a lot of characterization like that, in especially in early like seventies, eighties shonen is like they'll just it happens even today. Well, they'll just make a character who's like a shitty sex pest, 
and instead of that being anything to legitimately explore, they just go, that's this character, and that's going to be this character for the entire franchise. Like, fucking well, get I think ready. In, I think from their point of view, it's more that's the joke. Yeah, yeah, that's the joke. And it's like, that doesn't, like, no. Like, please don't. Like, I'm... Like, that can be the joke, but there needs to be more on top of that. It's like, you can't just give me a slice of bologna and call that a sandwich. There has to be other shit on that. Yeah, but on, but honestly, like, yeah, even even then, I'm kind of tired of, of just accepting it as the joke, because that, like... Well, yeah, are you going to accept a piece of bologna and a sandwich? Like, yeah, no, like, I'm gonna, like, because it's like... I just, I just don't, like... Because that's, because that happens in real life, right? It's just like, oh, this person has done X, Y, and Z, but also here's their positive traits. It's like, everyone has positive traits. That doesn't mean yeah. anything. That doesn't matter. Moroku still, spend, Moroku still spends 95% of his screen time on Inuyasha grabbing girls' ass. I don't care if he's a good person sometimes. Yeah. Like, Master Oshi's a molester. I don't care if he taught Goku how to do a Kamehameha. Like, fucking... Yeah, rape, legit. Rape boy in My Hair Academia literally has no redeeming traits. <laughs> he should be out of the manga. He should, like, that's the thing, right? He should be out of the manga or... He should have a fucking arc where he actually fucking learns some form of lesson. But you know he won't because that's the joke. Yeah, that I sucks. see where you're coming from. Um, but 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 Benke in New Getter, like, that's not the joke. It, it is part of his overall arc. Because like that's part of his motivation, is like, for all of his faults, he it, it, it is obvious he legitimately wants to do a good job. He does try to learn things from his teacher. He seeks counsel from his teacher, even if it's difficult for him to actually take it in and figure out, like, what he's supposed to be learning. He's still trying to learn. And it's just it's just so fucking... It was, like, it was, it was a legitimately emotional moment for him when, like, all of his, like, brothers and his teacher turn into Oni and he has to fucking, like, kill them. And he, he's, like... Because I feel was, that, like... We don't get because once again, this is thirteen episodes, and we 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 don't really we don't see flashbacks to whatever, you know. We we see a minute of Benke being like a a wild mountain man who has been subdued by a uh, by a traveling Buddhist monk who then takes this 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 mountain man under his wing and turns him into a monk. Yeah. It so it's like I don't know how much it can because I I interpret that as kind of like a lack of purpose and direction being given to him through spirituality. Yeah, and like you know if. If the Oni never showed up in time, he probably would, he probably would, like, grow and, like, finally get it. Because I, I think that's one thing he realized, like, I, I forget the exact, like, lines he says, but, like, before he crushes his master's head with his bare hands or whatever, like, he fucking is, like, begging him, like, please, like, tell me something, like, give me something, because, like, that's your job, like, that's who you excuse me you give me constant lectures and advice yeah it's like i like i need something else from you because like i'm because he knows like i'm about to spend the rest of my life without you and like i need something else from you because like i didn't get what i wanted yeah there's a lot there's a because like the horny buddhist monk is a very established trope throughout all of japanese literature yes and like that's that's probably one of the oldest japanese tropes it's it's a funny contrast i guess i do get even moroku is that so it's like just taken to a complete extreme yeah, I, and like you know, I don't even necessarily think it's taken to an extreme. It just doesn't. They don't do anything with it. Yeah, um, it's just a con- it's a constant. Um, but I think because again, like the you know, like the I think the last the last kind of horny bankade joke we get is when he just sort of sh- when he shows his dick and balls to Michiru because Hayato thinks it's a cool prank if he convinces him <laughs> that she likes that. 
<laughs> was, or was that Ryoma? I forget. I don't think Ryoma knows what... Really... With... I forget. I, the, I think the, it's the Ryoma. Reason, the only reason I thought it was Haito is like, I just refuse to believe Ryoma knows what sex is. Um... <laughs> I th- well, no, that's not true. Because I remember, like he he knows what se- he knows what sex is. Like I think, I think Ryoma is asexual. I think Ryoma uh, is. I think new new get a Ryoma is asexual, um, <laughs> or at the very least on the gray spectrum. Just because, like he's so he's so feral and and like energetic. But like in the very beginning of like in the very beginning, like when he's like talking to all the people he knows in his town, like two t- t- like two presumed sex workers come up to him and are just like hey like like you want to like you want to come hang out with us or whatever and he just like you know very very politely is just like ah oh, sorry i don't have any money to pay y'all um <laughs> and like as good of a bit as that is part of me was like the, the you know the 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 fucking the fucking the, the fucking sex positive socialist lesbian in me was just like oh that's nice like he understands like that they uh, that they fucking are like that they fucking have a job and he doesn't want to like undermine that like he he would rather pay them but he doesn't have the money to pay them so he's like nah that's cool I'm I'm a ch- I'm I'm a, I'm a bounce even though he could probably fuck them for free he, he um, probably could good guy Rioma good guy Rioma is 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 sex, Rioma's is beneath sex working class he's pu- he doesn't work he just punches he's punching class. He is a defender of the working class. He is. He's he's, pr- he's friends. He's friends with sex workers and immigrants. Dude, I would I would totally watch Gaiden mangas about like we read a Gaiden manga about this version of Ryoma, just like, just like, hey, you're starting to with my neighbors. I'm gonna kick the hell out of you. Hey, you're harassing my prostitute friends. I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. I I feel like that's gonna be Yakuza Seven. I mean, that honestly is a plot. Of, that sounds like a Yakuza game, and I'd, I'd play a Yakuza game as Ryoma. God. I, um, like, honestly, back I would to Ryoma, love... But... <laughs> yeah, I would love, like, um, I was talking this with with my friend, friend, I think friend of the show, Eve. Um, she she and I were talking, and I just mentioned the Yakuza, the, like, the Yakuza similarities in that one episode uh, that we'll get to. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, no, the, the Yakuza studio should make a Getter game. <laughs> and I was like, that's, yeah. that would be weird. They, 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 they would do it. They get, they, they, they understand how to do hype properly. I'm just picturing third person getter, like in a, like facing down a mob of like dinosaur empire robots, and you're just picking up trees and mountains and buildings. That's even better than what I had in mind. So that, that's we, we thought we got through our main cast. Let's, let's talk about Doctor Satome for a little bit. I mean, this is just, this is just Doctor Satome from the manga. They did it. Yeah, they, they, they did it. We have a, finally people who who read the who read the manga can have a have a Doctor Satsume. JoJo fans, you think you have it bad with with hashtag read the manga? Fucking ask any ask the the several Getter fans, which we probably I actually thirty percent of. Do you, do you would you like like a similar because the art would you compare the art style in this to the art style in like Phantom Blood and and uh, Battle Tendency anime adaptation, which is kind of like it's not exactly adapting Araki's older art style or newer one is like an amalgamation of all of his art styles yes because like and you know like it's because it's, it's, it's art it's, changes a lot yeah but, and i think that the anime does because the anime does like each every jojo anime does adapt araki's art style but they do it in a different way and 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 you don't know you don't notice it until you look at uh old joseph and the epilogue of part two and then old joseph in stardust crusaders and it's like oh these are two utterly different art styles <laughs> oh totally 
But they still have the weird shoulder thing. Yeah, he has that until part four. Yeah, but um, but no, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's 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 similar. I I think the I think all the I think all the Getter OVAs kind of cherry pick cherry pick the Kenishikawa inspiration they take, and I like that. Definitely. This uh, this one kind of had the had similar go proportions and kind of like everybody's limbs are kind of long and round. Yeah, man, I would fucking love. I would fucking love a a uh, a a Mazen Kaiser equivalent Getter Robo OVA that's just like the original fucking classic Getter and like manga art style. Yeah, it just made it perfect. As we said, Mazen Kaiser just looks like going to guys art Guys art comes to life. Um, but Satome, like I love. They really just commit to Saotome's whole bit. He, um, yeah, he's he's not any more hard. Like he's, a, I wouldn't say he he's just he's not any more hardcore than he is in the manga. He just has to act more hardcore to accommodate for how wild Ryoma and Hayato are. He, I I fucking love everything involving. He's like I'm a I'm a sucker for an I'm a sucker for an anime character in wooden clogs. Oh, totally. It's always so fun. He just, like, he smacks, like, he smacks Ryoma in the head with it at one point, and, like, just the, the sound effect when he walks around, just, like, the fucking click, 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 click. Um, he doesn't walk that fast. It's, like, more like, clunk, clunk, yeah, clunk. Um, <laughs> It's great. And, like, every, like, every scene, every scene with him, to, especially in the second half, in the second half of this series, just, like, did, like, just, it just, it just made me want to reread Shingetter. Yeah, it really the, does. The, the second the second half of this series makes me want to read Shingetter. It's essentially an adaptation of Shingetter. It's so of like it's or at least the finale of Shingetter is very similar to the finale of this. Part of me like part of me wishes there was some way they could have had the ghost of the the ghost of Gore and Bree in there. Yeah, because that was my favorite part of Shingetter. Shingetter is such a good read. You can read it in like a single sitting. It's short. Yeah, I think Shingetter is the best part of the of the Getter franchise. Shingetter, yeah, um, the only, like, okay, the only, uh, man, this is gonna be a long-winded frame of reference, but, like, the, my major frame of reference for Shin, for, for Shingetter, cause it's, like, it's, it's chronologically out of order in terms of production, and it's shorter, and it, in some ways it's honestly a good amalgamation of everything good about the Getter franchise, and my, my first frame of reference in that is, um, the at this point long running it's been going for like five years now the tabletop podcast friends at the table my personal favorite tabletop actual play podcast it every season it goes back and forth between a fantasy season and a sci-fi season and both are in their own continuities but the sci-fi seasons are more jump onable because the dm austin walker does that thing where he Every sci-fi season is technically in the same universe, but it's thousands of untold years apart from each other. Um, but the but the fantasy season is every other season, and they always just go back to right where they left off, more or less. Um, but then, uh, in the middle of it somewhere, they do this side story that's like short. It's like a shorter season that takes place before everything. It's like a prequel, but it's its own self-contained story, and it's a lot of people's favorite season. But it's shorter and more and way more contained. But it also is like a perfect jumping on point. And that that was it's it's called the it's called Marielda, which was the name of the city that that season takes place in. And if if you if if anybody out there wants an actual play podcast, um, that's good. Um, 
Friends of the Table is a great jumping on point, and I would recommend either Mary Elda or their new season that they're coming out with just now, which is a new sci-fi season called Partisan. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to them. Maybe they'll shout us out one They're sci-fi, yeah. They're, I mean, and also, you know, it's not even that super awkward of me to bring it up because their sci-fi seasons are all mecha. Good. As they should be. Yeah, Austin, um, Austin Walker loves Mecha. He's not a fan. He's not a huge fan of Super Robot stuff, especially like the combiner he, things and stuff. He's more a Gundam guy. He's way more a Gundam guy. I actually don't know if he's seen Botoms, but like you know, he he loves Armored Core, and he is a stan. He's actually a stan of. He, uh, just a few weeks ago, he was he was on his Waypoint podcast, which is like the 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 video game journalism site he used to run, and now he uh back down because uh, it turns out running a website is difficult so yeah. that was stressing him out um but he still hosts the podcast and he was talking about how he thinks that he thinks that armored core's storyline has more in it than people give it credit for oh t- i agree uh, yeah I, I and that made me that, and that, that made me think that. that made me think of you honestly it made me think of you. good because i i want to actually do an sd which is just me trying to talk about why armored core stories are unappreciated yeah. Before we do, like, because we do, we are going to cover Armored Core. We're going to do our number Armored Core games. I would love to. Maybe, it's just maybe, with our current maybe setup. Maybe if we do, maybe if we do, we can treat that. We can treat that as a chaos spell that'll fucking like spark someone from software to make another fucking mecha game. Hopefully, I Cause want that's, it that's more than anything. Thing. What like every every year, every time there's a new like game game time of year coming up one of the things that Aust- that is on austin walker and my wish lists is from software to announce a mecha souls yeah or just armored core six just an armored core would be great but also like we both want the, like because it's like there, there's a bunch of fan art he always I, references no, what i want is not mech souls i want blame souls Ooh, that that's what i want you know how dark souls was heavily inspired by berserk do something like that heavily inspired by blame yeah and give me that that's what I want, but that's a different podcast. Because I want to talk about blame again at some point. I would. I wanna. I wanna reread it. I wanna get the. I wanna get the omnibuses because, like, they. Oh yeah. I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna raise my hand. And I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame. Uh, I'm gonna blame us for putting that out there in the universe. Like after we did that blame episode, they fucking localized the manga. Yeah. Again, well, we re-localized it. Originally, it was a Tokyo Pop translation. Sure, but you know, Tokyo Pop doesn't count. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're Tokyo Pop and they're scumbags, but. But to get back together, uh, shout out to our blame episode. It's very good. It's one of our best ones, I think. Yeah, from the old batch. But uh, let's talk about Michiru because this is the best Michiru in the entire franchise. This is the best Michiru, and I get like honestly, my my only critique, which in some ways isn't a critique, is like I wish there was more. I wish we got yeah, more Michiru. Uh, that's my critique of this entire OVA. Is I wish there was more. Um, um, Michiru is actually has agency and is actually a character. And I love how in the fla- in the very brief flashback you see, she looks just like she does in the '70s anime, and it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's cute. Um, I do miss uh, Gen- I do miss Genki. Yeah, there is no uh, Genki. There is no, there is no Genki. No, I mean or honestly, he- like I was, I, I had a brief fleeting moment of like, where's Genki, and then I realized like. This anime's already trying to do so fucking much. I can understand that Genki had to Gen- Genki didn't make it off the cutting room floor. Like that's fine, I guess. This anime does a lot. This OVA does a lot, and I don't think Genki had a place in this. No, and he, like, Genki he, could still exist. He could just never. He could just always be like with whoever their mother is. He yeah. He could have been in the. He could have been in the background, but it's like you know. 
that's just bad writing when you're just trying to cram characters that don't need to be there like, in there. It's like you just need to like you just gotta kill your darlings, and sometimes your darling is Genki. Yeah. But but so- Michiru. Like Michiru's basically like, Michiru's basically like a pr- proto getter go Hayato. Pretty much, she reminds me of Sho from from Go. Mm-hmm. I get some Sho vibes. Uh, I get some Sho vibes from her, and she I, I she's very cool in this. I if I that should be, were that should to... be my fucking that should be my fucking chill Mecha Spotify playlist just called Sho vibes. <laughs> and um. um... So what what I would what I would do is if I was directing a getter anime, I would have Michiru have a little more of a presence that in, in than in the manga, kind of take more of her role from the from the anime, but be less of just the girl. Yes. And then in Shin, use a Michiru that's kind of like this. Yeah. And then have her survive into Go and Arc. Yes, keep her in Go, and then so there could be more than one woman on screen at any fucking point in time. Like, geez, there's only uh, th- there's only like three female characters in Go in this franchise, <laughs> and all of them are good. They're all good, yeah. They're all good. It's just there's not enough of them for long enough. That's honestly like that. That is the. I think it's rarely it's you know. Especially with mecha anime, just because that's that's where I'm coming from with the most experience. It's like in terms of female representation, it's usually the, the sad part is it's usually never never even a question of is this like do, like is this character good or bad. It's usually a matter of this is a great setup for a character. This character has so much potential, but they're just never fucking utilized at all yeah. or barely. Um, and we can we can get more into that discussion when we get to the long Tomino uh, shows of the eighties that I want to do. Oh, like we're gonna yeah. do that when we get to Edion, we can talk about that because Tomino has kind of schizophrenic writing of women. Tomino's the king of here's a bunch of female characters, and then and then when you ask him and he leaves the room. No, he doesn't. He doesn't say anything. Loads a gun and then shoots two of them, and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Like we could talk about, we'll save our dis- our long discussions of Toki of Tomino's ri- of schizophrenic writing of women. Tomino's gender politics, and then we can spend an entire episode just being very mad about brain powered. Good God! But uh, so yeah, getting into the actual plot of this, mm-hmm. uh, this is very much I'd say I can ch- chop this anime into th- into three acts. Yes, Act One is very much Getter One get- and Getter G. Yeah, Act One is the fucking bat. Like at this point, the the Batman esque origin story you've all seen multiple times. If you're yeah, a this fan is the, of the Getter franchise. This is the Getter origin story, and then in the second act, with something completely unique to this franchise, to this series in particular, mm-hmm. and then the final chunk is Shin Getterobo. Yes, and so we start with we start with actually the Saotome research facility under attack and the original getter standing there, the proto getter mm-hmm. piloted by Tatsuhito, who you should remember from the manga. He gets he, killed by a newt. He gets killed by a lot of newts. And then in the seventies one, isn't he Ryoma's soccer coach I or like gym teacher? Think I don't remember. I don't remember if he, if he is, he is not he probably only, he's probably only in the first episode. Cause he, he dies. Yeah. If yeah, I was going to say if he is, he's not a recurring character. Because I thought that was Ryoma's motivation to pile together in the in the seventies anime was to avenge his like soccer coach. I don't remember. I, I, th- I, I didn't. I didn't take notes, but I did. Like I, I have 
The only thing I have from my time with watching Get a Robo anime is a comprehensive list of all the episodes you shouldn't skip. And spoiler alert, most of the skippable ones are Bungie. <laughs> um, In this podcast, we do not stand Bungie. Uh, we we don't. He's a trash man. Bungie is canceled. Like he was already like a thing. We don't have to cancel Bungie. The Get a Robo franchise already canceled him. <laughs> Texas Mac gets infinite amounts of more love because he deserves it. And I think he only had one episode in the original manga. No, he's not even in the manga. No, I mean in the original anime. Only one? I, I expect he... Uh, I wow. think... Maybe he comes back in G. Maybe. I haven't watched G yet. But in the original, like, I, I'm pretty sure there was only that one Texas Mac-centered episode. And then it's like, <gasps> oh, we'll meet again. Like, I guess they don't until G. But like, yeah, no. Nah. And it was good. It was a good episode. I didn't... I, I kept that on there. Yeah. So, um, we, st- we open with Tatsuhito fighting off tr- Oni, not Hyaki Empire, we're talking, like, legitimate Japanese demons. Yeah, with a, with a bunch of, like, with a bunch of proto-getters. With a bunch of proto-getters, and they're all just getting wiped out, and they, they kind of win, at, but at, like, what cost, with Tatsuhito kind of barely surviving? And then we smash cut to Ryoma just kind of hanging out in, like, kind of a low-income part of Tokyo. Just fucking muffled muffled yakuza like scrolling scrolling through a text conversation cutscene, m- music in the distance yes and he so he's getting hassled by you know the local hoods who he owes money to probably from either loans or he's or like some he can't pay his rent and they're his shitty landlords yeah i think that's what because i think they tell like that like they they want they want the deed to his dojo yeah and which i'm assuming he inherited from his father if he's dead yeah. like he is in the manga and that's this is where Ryoma lives, and it's he, there's a ramen place where he can't afford food, and where the prostitutes hang out that proposition him, and he says no nah, because he's a good guy. Yeah, but he he's a good enough he's a good enough guy to support sex workers, but he also has an I, I'm assuming an infinite tab at that ramen shop. Oh, totally. Um, oh, oh, totally. So um, we we see a scene like uh, like just like in the manga with um, Satome like. Well, it's like, this guy, he's a pro athlete. He's like, nah, not enough. It's like, this guy, he's a boxer. Nah, fuck that. And they're like, who's this guy? And they're like, oh, he's like, like a fucked up karate guy who, you know, his karate was so brutal, he got kicked out of, like, competitive karate circuits. Satomi's just like, fuck this boy up. So they're like, okay, send send the, send a squad of Gonagai goons to go fucking kill him. And it's like, this scene is one-to-one out of the manga. It is. I remember watching it and re- remembering, having, like, flashbacks. of like, oh, shit, I remember these thugs. Oh, my God. They're the same thugs. It's the guy with the sword. There's a knife guy and a guy with a gun, I think. Yeah. And Ryoma kills them. Like, kills them. And then Satome hits him in the head with a claw. He's like, you're coming with me, asshole. And they trank him. <laughs> yeah, they, they trank him and it doesn't work. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, I, rem- I remember that, because I remember thinking back then, because I thought it to, like, now, too, of, like, man, Satomi really, like, emotionlessly sent this people sent these people to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because in Satomi's head, it's like, if he, if, if he, if he doesn't survive, the, if he doesn't, if he's not an unusual survivor, <laughs> to bring up some Votoms. Oh, my God, they're the same. <laughs> Are you saying Kiriko and, and Ryoma would get along? No, I'm saying Kiriko Kiriko is getter pilot potential. 
Yes, and we're going to get into that when we get to Quint, because, oh boy, I just watched Quint, and I am so excited to talk about Photons. I cannot wait. I'm I'm hopefully going to start watching it tomorrow. Good. Like, uh, so, um, essentially then, then it, it, it follows the manga further. Ryoma wakes up at the Satome Research Facility, he's like, meet, greeted by Michiro and everybody. Tatsuhito's like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> and uh, Ryoma's like, what the fuck is this place? Get me out of here. I don't want to be here. He like, I think he kicks a door down. Probably. That sounds like something he'd do. He kicks like a metal door down. And then he sees the getter and Satome's like, I want you to get in that thing. He's like, why? And he points out to the window and there's like this army of Oni that start pouring into the, uh, into the facility. And it's kind of like the night of the newts. People start turning into Oni. People have to get cut down. I think Satome kills Tatsuhito. No, Tatsuhito sacrifices himself. In the manga, Satome just blasts his son away with a shotgun. It's just like, well, that's what we got to deal with here. Yeah. Oh, that that is okay. That <clears throat> reminded me. There there is another character who I actually do wish was in this. Uh, the the wild eyed the the the, the wonk eyed yeah, scientist. He's in he's in the other two OVAs. Shikishima. He's also in Ark in his best appearance. Oh God, I can't wait. I love that dude. Yeah. She, this is the only getter thing where Shikishima doesn't show up. Uh, oh man, I wish there was room for him. I just think it was they, they should have had at least one scene where he's just like. Hey, he's like, hey, Ryoma, look at all this shit I made. Like, go kill stuff with it. Yeah, honestly, I, I think... I wish there was an equivalent to the episode where all the freaks attack the attack the base and they have to fight him, like, out of the getter. Yes. I wish there was an equivalent of that episode of New. Like, that episode should have been right before the time travel. That theoretical episode. Yeah, I... The, oh, man, like, every... I, th- I think the... I mean, again, I have to rewatch it. I... I think the only, the only OVA that I think is actually like pretty much perfectly paced in terms of the narrative it's trying to tell is 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 Neo versus Shin. Yeah. Every other one, like Armageddon, only needed I think a few more episodes and just better writing in general, better pacing, yes. like a couple more shots at a draft and just trying to outline everything better. But this one, this one could have used a whole second season and and it wouldn't have felt bloated. Yeah. This this if 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 you could if this even got extended maybe like how long is it thirteen if this got extended to like something like maybe eighteen that that would like have made five a more episodes especially the back half or, yeah like like five more episodes imagine what that's this would have had God that would have been amazing because then you could have had a, had a solid like you know nine episodes and then another nine you could have really you could have you could have really sat with and chewed on a lot of the shit they tried to cram in the last few episodes which were which really starts part. when they start when they start really hitting the getter wall oh yeah so uh at that point Ryoma gets into the getter and Tatsuhito dies and Ryoma's kind of like oh I guess I should probably be fighting these guys smash cut to immediately Hayato attack in the second episode opens with Hayato just legitimately get breaking into a military like, a Japanese government base to steal God knows what, and, like, torturing a guy to get information, then killing him anyway. Mm-hmm. While looking like he's getting off on it, because he probably is. That's this Hayato is, is fucked. <laughs> yeah, this, this Hayato... I mean, because, like, like, it's... It's it's this thing, right, of, like, Saotome's Sa- whole deal is, like, I need... I need people who... Like, I I need people like abnormal, like one like abnormally abnormally strong enough and detached enough that just like normal rules don't fucking apply to them. And like Ryoma's too stupid to understand that about himself. 
uh, Benkei is trying to actively reject that part of himself, Haito is the one who, like, embraces that aspect of himself. Just yeah, like, usually... I am, re- I am an ubermensch. I am better than all of you. Rules don't apply to me. Like, um, Ryoma's usually the one who's seen as kind of, like, the batshit one. Haito is way more batshit. Haito is way more batshit because Haito has a full comprehension of his potential that Ryoma does not. Ryoma's more... It's Ryoma more is, hot-blooded. Ryoma is responsive. Ryoma reacts. Hayato is a Hayato is a direct agent. Hayato Hayato is an instigator problems on purpose. Yeah, he's an instigator. He causes problems on purpose. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> causes problems on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So Hayato shows up, and then I think what he gets is the location of Mount Asuma, or like the location of the um, Satome mm-hmm. Research Institute. So yeah, I, I have no idea what Hayato is really is, I think it is getter information, because I think but... he, like, he, that's the thing he pulls up, is like trying to read about like the Satomi Research Institute. So, which he then proceeds yeah, to storm and, in the second like, episode. And the scene where Hayato fights oh, Ryoma yeah, is great, by the way. Like, big, big Goku Vegeta energy. Big, big, both of them with huge toothy yeah. grins, looking like maniacs. And that, that honestly, that honestly, I think would be one thing that, that an extended that an extended new getter episode run would 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 go into if I had my pick was just like yeah, like I need more, I need more Hayato Ryoma rivalry. Oh yeah. So they then put the little mind control crown on Hayato as, as his goons are then turned into into Oni, which he kind of reacts to. Yeah, he has a bit of a I reaction think, to yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think at first it's, it's more fear, like a, but I, I think he still has a reaction to it, but it is, it's this, his, his ultimate flaw, his fatal flaw is his curiosity, because it's the thing that's got him here, right? He doesn't understand the getter, but he's curious about it, and he is... I think because he himself is just this freak of nature, he is more willing to accept other freaks of nature. It's like, oh, fuck, like, I didn't know Oni exist, but I guess they do now, and I'm just gonna f- try to go with this and see where it gets me. He is curious. He truly does not... He does... He does not... F- he doesn't fear the unknown. He is drawn towards it. Yeah. And so... That's that's the second episode, pretty much. And at that point, as we went into, Hayato kind of goes a little nuts, and then Ryoma has to knock him out so they can throw him in jail until they can negotiate yeah, no, Hayato they, they, onto the team. Yeah, like they they need to give him they need to give him something he actually wants. Like they need to. That's the one thing I. That's the one thing I guess I do appreciate is they 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 do keep the characterization pretty consistent. Where it's like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't like like Ryoma's here because he's Ryoma, and he basically goes wherever you point him. Um... And then, like, you know, like, ben, like Benkei is here for vengeance, and, like, Hayato is here because Hay- and, like, they, they keep this consistent, is that Hayato is here to uncover the mysteries of, of Getter. And I could totally see this Hayato becoming 100%. the Hayato from Go and the Hayato from Arc. I yes, can 100% I, see I would it. Love, I would love, and like, I would perfect. love a sequel OVA specifically in the New Continent. Yeah, definitely. And I... I'm sorry, I just had a brain fart when I cut this. (laughs) 
you um, weird. <laughs> I'll just, cut that out. Like, again, like I, I haven't I haven't read past Go, but whatever 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 gets covered in Go, like I try, like I don't I don't know how many of these people are still working in the industry or if you could get them back together again. But I I would trust this team to be able to take the rest of the Getter manga and adapt it to this continuity they've come up with for this OVA. Totally. Um, but that's like once so. And then, and then after that, like, bank, like you know, once they've got Hayato on board, Benkei shows up. Um, and it is, it is, yeah, it's the, it is, episode it three is, is the Benkei also episode. like the manga because they send Ryoma to go look for him. Um, and he yeah, fight, and he crash and lands he, in the mountains. Every that's a, that's a good power. That's a good power, like a measurement of power. Like it, the the I think the the bare minimum no pun intended, to be a getter pilot is you have to be able to fight a bear and win. Not only not only win, but win pretty easily. Yeah. That's 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 what it takes um, to be a getter pilot. That's the one thing... You need to yeah, fight a velociraptor and win. One thing that I noticed, like... <laughs> I started noticing in my young adulthood because it's like, obviously I have, I have no frame of reference, like not growing up around nature or anything, but like when I was a young adult, I started to realize like, oh wait, like bears are actually OP. Like real bears on earth that exist today. Like you can't, you can't, you can't with a bear. You can't go near it. Like the only thing that could probably fuck with this is a moose. Um, Yeah, or like right? a large and, like, group even of like the, Yeah, and so it's like that, and I think like eight or and, nine wolves. And I think like like mo- like modern video games reinforced that. Like one of the like the like I, I I tried my best to play Metal Gear Solid Five, and but I'm just not good at stealth, and I'm not good at shooters. And the last thing that happened was like I was trying to sneak my way onto a base and play it really safe, and then I turned around and there was a bear. And I died really super easy because it's a bear. Um, and like my my frame of reference for video games is if there is a bear in your game and it's not one of the strongest enemies in the game, you're doing it wrong. You did made a mistake. That's how Witcher Three was in a game where you're fighting griffins. ghosts and monsters and like and griffins. A bear yeah, can still kick your ass. Like, Benke Benke just sort of like gets big. Like roars at a bear and it runs away and he steals his fish and then Ryoma, R- Ryoma yeah. thinks that Benkei is a bear and his response isn't oh shit a bear it's ah oh, man like let me just effortlessly effortlessly fight this bear. Because <laughs> that's that's Ryoma in a nutshell. I guess I'll f- there's a thing here I guess I'll fight it. It's like. Ryoma has all of the, the, the mental capacity of Ace Dick from <laughs> Problem Sleuth. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is part... are, is, are the three Problem Sleuths getter pilots? Is, are, I don't want to think Problem about Sleuth, that. Ace Dick, and Pickle Inspector getter pilots? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. I think only three people are going to laugh at this. And we're two of them. And we're two of them. That's, that's, that's the, the third person who laughs is our third getter pilot. Friend of the show, Eve. She's great. I love her. Good. Um, 
we need more girl like we need more girl getter pilots the one the two we have the, the one and a half we have are good manga she was that's what got her into get a robo i think she read no no she watched the obas first and then read the manga good yeah. that's a good way to do it that's what i did i watched armageddon new then read the manga then watched new again um it's like it's like great get her, get her great but here's what here's the point in the series when i have to start talking about heike monogatari yeah? so okay so i did a little research this is i said before we started this episode i need to do some research and i did and so the Heike Monogatari is an epic poem similar to the Iliad and Odyssey, but made way later. Like an right, epic okay. historical poem about the about the Genpei Wars, which was a fat, which was a um, which was a war from like the mm-hmm. 10th century or like the 11th century, I think, because it's the 21st. Yeah, it's it's from the, like the 11th century. Um, it's it's it this the, the Heike Monogatari itself was made in the 14th century, but it's chronicling a war from the 11th century about the war between the Taira and Minamoto clans. And one of the principal characters in that is, um, is a character named like Minamoto Musashi, I think. Not Musashi Miyamoto, but Minamoto, who is Raiko in this. And another real, who is also a real person. This is a historical document. Not, do, not like a historical yeah. epic as, accounting. So yeah, it's like I was as, as historical as, as the Iliad is. At that point in history, when people, when people didn't necessarily care or understand the concept of what a fact is, they just they just knew what happened and talked about what and, happened. And so Abe no Seme was a real historical person. So that is a re- so think about this. That is a real guy who actually this lived and breathed on this earth. This is just voice by Takahito Koyasu. Way of fucking, uh, what was that grand strat? What was that strategy game that just came out with the Three Kingdoms? Total War Three Kingdoms was it a Total War game? Yeah. Yeah, Total War Three Kingdoms. Because it's yeah. like you know, it's it's like it's like uh, fi- like fictionalized, fictionalized <laughs> epic accounts of historical people and events. But also, there's a big robot. <laughs> yeah. And. And so to make this to make an even bigger connection, uh, Eiji Yoshikawa, a famous Japanese novelist uh, who is famous for a novel I've read called Musashi, which was the basis for the Vagabond yeah. manga. I guess you can figure out why I read uh, Musashi, and yeah, I hope Vagabond comes off of hiatus and sometime yeah. sometime in my lifetime. Because well, it's like, like it's so you know, close there, to being done. There was some interv- interview that I read uh, some number of years ago, and like. It was just part of, like, a series of, like, I, w- I was following Manofsky article on Twitter. Fantastic Twitter follow. Um, if if you just like very good, very good, and, like, chill vibes and, like, talking about nice, good things, talking about things. His whole, his whole ethos is, like, if you dislike something, you should take that energy and use it to talk about things you like instead. Um, and... Yes. Yes. Which is what we try um, to do on this show. Bungie, I will write epitaphs of him until I'm burning in hell. Um, <laughs> but using the like, fun. not liking um, Bungie. But, but so, like, around that time where I was super into following him, like, one of the big things that was going on on my timeline was just people talking about, like, 
how fucking rough it is to be a mangaka and basically one of the reasons oh, yeah. that all these that all of these amazing manga by talented talented artists go on hiatus is like all of these people come out of the manga industry and they basically say I, you know, this is still what I love to do, but if I keep doing it at a regular pace, I'm gonna die. So I'd rather live my life and just draw at my own fucking pace. And if that's not good enough for people, they can go fuck themselves. Well, well, to say two things. One to to cap to put a cap on another thing I said was that about Eiji Yoshikawa, who wrote Musashi. Um, he wrote the Tale of Genji, which is an which is a novelization of the Heike Monogatari. So the Tale of Genji. And that is um, what we're getting a lot into in these next three episodes, kinda. So, for, and then about the the artist of Vagabond, whose name currently um, uh-huh. Takahiko Inoue. About talk, he's going kind of the Mike Mignola route, where he's like being taken seriously as a legitimate artist, as opposed yeah. to a quote unquote comic artist. So he's like doing like like traditional Japanese Yo, painting I stuff. Yo, I need to fucking like commission Mike Mignola to draw Get It Robo. Holy shit! Holy I've shit! I've never wanted Devin. something more in my life. What's the, I need to at that dude on what's his Twitter? Does he have Twitter? I hope not. I think he's smarter <laughs> than that. But also, if he does, I need to at him. Can you? If draw he does, Get it's Robo? probably there. Just we'll do that. We we will we will at both at Mike Mignola. Hey, can you draw a robot? I would believe he's drawn at least like Gigantor or Mazinger. Oh, hey, he has to. So, Abe no Saime. Let's talk about Saime. Uh, or Saime. You're it's wrong Saime, on both accounts. Uh, his name is Dio Brando. Yeah, he's voiced by Takahito Koyasu, everybody's favorite. Um, everybody's favorite blonde Fucking vampire. Me. He also voices Shu Shirakawa in Super Robot Wars. He also voices um, Ryusuke Takahashi, not the director of Votoms, but the character from Initial D that has the same exact name as the director of I... Votoms. Th- this is my conspiracy theory, and I will take this to my grave. Um, and you know, and you can say you can say that my perspective is flawed because I saw JoJo first, but the the fucking. It's you know it's not just all the it's, it's not just the checklist of general personality traits and the general performance because it's like sh- sure this I I feel like this dude's probably typecast as a villain a lot right yeah he either is really cool headed or really manic those are the two kinds but, of but characters he like, does when I you know like I'm I, I don't have. I have a better, I, you know, it makes sense that I have a better ear for, I have a better ear for English voice actors than I do for Japanese say, obviously, because one of that group of people speaks my native language. Um, but. I just, I just like say, I just like hearing reoccurring say you, and I think yeah, I have a pretty and, good but ear But I definitely was like, the, 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 the thing that got me, like, b- before I said this dude sounds like Dio, I was like, this dude's fucking acting like Dio. And then I listened to him more, and I was like, that might be Dio. And I looked it up, I was like, it's fucking Dio. I, and then I looked up the time frame. I was like, this came out, like, some number of years before the JoJo anime. And I was like, I fucking bet you that the, that the casting director for the JoJo anime either was the same mother, either was the same motherfucker as, as fucking new Gerobo, or, like, saw, had, like, a list of people, because that's what you do, is, like, you, 
I think Takahiro Koyasu was pegged to voice Dio for a long time. And and I think, I think when he came to audition, they were like fucking like like Seme is probably the performance they had in mind because it's to a fuck, it's to a T, it's to a T. Yeah. I I believe that a hundred percent is if, if, if new get like I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna put this out there as a as as my conspiracy theory, if. If New Get a Robo didn't exist, we would not have him voicing Dio. We would not have the Dio performance that we have today without without Sammy and New Get a Robo. No, you don't because think it's, so. It's I, I think it I think it was a direct, okay. not necessarily inspiration, but a direct reference. It was a direct reference point of like th- this random villain from a fucking Get a Robo OVA that isn't even canon in the rest of the franchise. That too, it is a real that's probably that, that's probably why it's stuck in in people's minds, right? Like it's such a weird. He also, it's like, it's, he's he's also a character that's been used a lot in Japanese fiction. Mm-hmm. It's like the equivalent of use, because he's he was an, a oh, famous okay, so Onryoji. Like, so he's like a Japanese. Which was like, like a Japanese occultist or fortune teller, kind of. So he was, he did Onmyudo, which was a, a, a traditional Japanese form so of, the, so I, um, so like, uh, my mind. Divination. But my mind immediately comes to, my mind immediately comes to Rasputin, in terms of. In terms of occultists that are used very readily in media yes. for like bad guys, yes, yeah. I would say I would say very like even though they have like a nine hundred years between them, yes, like somebody like Edward Kelly too, who was like I'm, that, who was kind of like a British Rasputin from the fifteenth century. It's yeah, he he's a famous British occultist, and uh, so yeah, that's that's essential. So Abe knows science. So th- once again, I don't know if I followed a lot of the Oni plot. In terms of like where the oni came the... from, the explanation of the oni, what the oni are, I don't think I followed that as much. No, but I, I, it didn't I, matter I as much as it, of, like, in, again. In it was this. it was I think it was a lot like <clears throat> Shin, where the only real because I I literally like a half hour ago, well at this point almost two hours ago, uh, watched <sighs> the finale of this OVA and like there's there's a passing line where the where the where the the oni gods just sort of say like the oni are like all of the people, like, fucking, like, ruined by the getter or whatever, like, some some notion of that. And that, that reminds me of that one random alien race that was in Shin Getter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and those are the bad guys from Ark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Shin but... is very much setting up Ark as well. <laughs> so honestly, you can read Shin before um, Go or before. But yeah, so matter. yeah, the, the, it, it doesn't matter. But like, basically, the only are like, but, but but that does that does raise the question of like, why the fuck are they in the past then? Yeah, it just when you think about it, a lot of it doesn't really hold water, like in terms of just us being a cohesive narrative. But it's it's not as. It's not as convoluted or baffling yeah, or like in, less about in your face with how wild it is. And logic. Like it's Armageddon. more just about like there's information that I clearly am not privy to, and then this show is not going to tell me. Armageddon, Armageddon tells it to you, but in such fleeting, rushed yeah. moments, you're like, what, 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 what? <laughs> and it's like. In, in this, it's very more just like, it, I don't want to say turn your brain off, because that's saying it's, this is dumb. It's, not, it's, it's, it's just not saying, like, this is the, the part that we're not focusing to on too much. Text. 
it's not. It's not really what it's about. So, with that in mind, we have we spend the fourth episode with the Getter team is struggling to be a team. Ryoma and Benkei are like, are always fighting and squabbling. Hayato is always like, why the fuck are you even here, Ryoma? And Ryoma's like, well, so what if I don't have a fucking reason for being here? Like, there's a lot of that. But yeah, no, this is, and, and I do, I, I do like that they make it a thing. Like that, that's why like this, this show is so much better, better paced than, than, than Armageddon because it's like, instead of, instead of feeling like, instead of feeling like it needs more, I want more. Yes. Um, this, this was there, perfectly fine the job done. on its own. On its own. Like when we say this show needs something, we, we just want it. We don't, it doesn't need it. This is already a very solid, completed thought. It doesn't feel incomplete. Yeah, it. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. The, the 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 back half does. The back half does a little bit more. The back half veers more into this needs some more episodes to flesh to flesh out what they're going for, but only because, but only because what they do present is so compelling that it's like yes. I really want to chew on this more. Yes. Um, and 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 so like I honestly honestly this uh, another reason that it, it took me a minute to respond is this the the chunk of episodes like the the episode or two just before they get flung into the past uh through a through a fucking time wormhole is a little fuzzy to me because as soon as that as soon as that happened I was just like I'm here now and whatever happened before this is irrelevant. It, essentially, what happens before is that Hayato notices that the getter one is channeling more getter energy and there's a ton of some there's a ton of getter energy underneath mount asuma yes this is where we get the this is where we get the the first the first foreshadowing of like of like the the getter energy under mount asuma and so when they all the episode ends kind of with them working together better and it like they man they beat the monster but it escapes through a portal and i think Ryoma at that point is just like if there's a hole it's a man's job to thrust into it which has become like a meme image yeah, that's probably which is fucked up because that's that's the most tonally dissonant line in this entire OVA. Like that's not Ryoma doesn't say anything tonally similar to that before or after for the rest of this series. And I was like, wow, really? This is what that's from? This is so out of nowhere and stupid. I I, I like to think that Ryoma didn't even know that anything he was saying had sexual connotations. He probably yeah he probably he he either heard that somewhere and didn't get it or like he earnestly he earnestly said it not understanding like just my, like, as a man I want to stick my head in every hole I see God. and potentially fight something in it. That's I mean hey for all we know that's that's how he that's how he birthed his son. <laughs> Once again, ma- manga. Manga Ryoma is a lot is not as feral as this one. No, Manga Ryoma doesn't like Manga Ryoma because I I do remember a couple scenes early in early in early seventies Getter where he like is is like n- nervous around around Michiru in a way that like a like a like a young adult older teen is around like a teenager would be yeah g- 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 girls like Amuro is for not as much as Amuro was for Matilda. Oh, Am. Amaro liked Matilda in the same way that, like, you you like your hot teacher in middle school. <laughs> Matilda-san! Matilda-san! <laughs> God, Gundam is... I have a friend... One of my friends is going through 0079 right now, and he's like, this is the greatest shit ever. I'm like, yeah, it is, right? 
one of my friends is one of my friends is going through Zeta, and like their their most recent comment was, "Where to target all these kids?" <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, so at this point, they they go through the the, the Samurai Jack time portal, and then they uh, every I think they all get separated into different periods of time. Like I think Ben K arrives earlier because he has like a full head of hair again. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, no. That's what he said. He said it's been two summers. So he he was so like okay so. This is my favorite thing, because, okay, I'm, I'm gonna out myself as a time travel slut. So, like, <laughs> they all fall through, they all fall through, like, slightly different points in the portal, and this affects when they show up. Like, we see Ryoma p- pulling, pulling a Getarobo Armageddon and missing everything, and showing up the, er- showing up the, the, the latest. Um, and we show up with him. And we show, yeah, the audience shows up with him. That's the one, that is the difference from Armageddon. Um, and so... He, by the time he shows up, um, Hayato's been there for, like, a few months, I think he says. And then yeah. Benkei's been there for two years. And then Hayato has, like, a scroll of indeterminate age of, like, art depicting, like, like a bunch of people being scared at this, at this big, red, pointy-eared Oni holding an axe that showed up. <laughs> it's the greatest shit. Ago. And fucking, and they're in like they're in like the year like like eleven ten A D. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's it, it's you know it's it's feudal Japan. It's Idunyasha. It's Idunyasha times, um, which is my frame of reference. Uh... Except they have gigantic steampunk airships. Yeah, that's for so cool. no reason. That w- I mean they. This is another thing that doesn't super add up. Um... Because we we see in an episode before that of Michiru investigating a dig site, and they find a piece of technology that shouldn't exist from that era, and that's sort of the first inkling of, like, something's fucking up with... Yeah, because Michiru is super into studying the Oni, whereas Saotome is more into the getter's energy itself. And so what we find out is... The reason there's technology that shouldn't exist back then is because the getter went back there, and there's, there's... you know, they, they only hint at it, which I like. I think that's good world building. They only hint at the reason. And Hayato doesn't even have a conclusive answer. He's just like, he's just like, okay, clearly the getter showing up has accelerated this time period's technology because there's guns and there's airships. And, like, my fucking favorite thing is, like, the getter tomahawk. So, like, the getter crash lands and becomes a mountain. And the getter tomahawk crash lands next to it and becomes a separate mountain and at some point in in that era's past they chipped metal from the getter tomahawk off of it and crafted a sword with it that is imbued with getter energy and th- that Benkei actually has in yes! the pr- in the present before he went back to the past because it was owned by uh it was his owned master. by by his master and that was passed down to him from like all the way back to Raiko this legendary hero who turns yes, out to be I a love, lady. Who I love. I love her. So much. Um, is she another historical figure from this? Story? Yeah, she's the, like, the main, she's a, she's like, a, it's kind of like, like, the what if King Arthur was a lady kind of thing. Okay. But there, the character Raiko is essentially the main protagonist of the Heike Monogatari and Tale of Genji. That's cool. I like that. I like that. And then, you know what? Hey, everyone, every, every creative out there, this is more proof that 
if you ever want to work in a specific medium or a specific genre, your best fucking inspiration, what's going to what's going to make you make the best shit is if you go and fucking uh, you go fucking get read up on shit that has nothing to do with your core interests because all that shit is gonna make you come up with some buckwild ideas for the shit that you do want to make. I got really into true crime and that heavily inspired a lot of my work. Yeah, right. It's it's like fucking like imagine fucking look imagine like a fucking a get a robo like noir mystery. I don't fucking know. You can do anything. You can do yeah. anything with anything. You can do anything. That's the power of fiction. And, but the only but the only way you do that is to broaden your horizons. Any yeah. anything can be an inspiration for anything else. It's so good. I we, we don't we don't get we don't get SpongeBob if some random cartoonist didn't also really like marine biology. Yeah. Um. But so I I really love that about this. That's 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 my new favorite part about this OVA that already has a lot of my favorite things in it. I I, don't, I didn't know if you were aware of any of the connections to the Heike Monogatari or anything like that. Absolutely not. I knew that Seme. I was vaguely aware that Seme was like a already already like established historical fictional figure, but I didn't know about the rest of it. That's really cool. So in this version of events, Abe no Seme is literally commanding armies of Oni against the people of Japan. Mm-hmm. And um, well, this is like the, this is the getter the new getter narrative. This is I don't think there's actual demons in the, the Heike Monogatari. I think it's two warring clans. Mm-hmm. But in this one, Abe no Seme is is voiced by Takehiro Koyasu, do it, being as as hammy as he always is, and commanding demons against an army led by by Lord by Lady Raiko or Lord Raiko. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty sick. Ryoma just kind of shows up, and they all assume he's an oni for a bit. There's a little bit of a Planet of the Apes or like a beyond thunderdome moment of him being like yeah well because what happens is like what happens is like he and like this is where my suspension of disbelief tethered a bit which is hard to do in get a robo um where like he he he's helping this one dude fight off some oni but then like an oni bites this dude and he's like please kill me before i turn and he does and then the dude's decapitated head rolls down the hill and then like his army finds it and they look at Ryoma and it's like, you killed this dude. And I'm like, surely you've had to kill your own men in battle before. Like, yeah. But yeah. also it, it, it doesn't help. Like it doesn't help that Ryoma's Ryoma because anybody else would have been like, he asked, like he, he was going to turn into an Oni and I'm sure all Ryoma had to say was he was going to turn into an Oni. And I'm sure someone would have been like, ah, fuck really? Damn. But Ryoma is Ryoma and just went, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, I didn't kill this guy. I'll kill all you, though. <laughs> I'll k- fuck you, I killed him, and I'll kill you. <laughs> I love Ryoma so much. I'm just trying to imagine Ryoma existing in the One Year War and just how different that show would be if Ryoma, if Ryoma replaced Amuro. Some people would say I- that would make Gundam better. <laughs> The clo- I think the I think the cl- I mean the, the the closest thing the closest thing we get to Ryoma I feel like is that dude in the first season of Gundam Thunderbolt but he's an asshole <laughs> yeah Eo's an asshole but in terms of his raw gremlin energy <laughs> I think that's the closest we get Ryoma would definitely be a Zaku pilot though oh y- yeah no Ryoma would not be a fucking Ry- Ryoma would Ryoma would go to space Ryoma would go live in space because that's a cool thing to do. He would de- he would develop like zero gravity judo or something. He would be he would be Dazzle Zabi's like ace pilot. He would just be the doom guy. 
Ryoma Nagare, Ryoma Nagare and, and the Doom Marine have such similar chaotic energy. Yeah, of just, like, if, if there's, like, if you listen to their heartbeat, it's just the sound of, like, screaming and roaring. It's just, their, their heartbeat is just the, the opening drum solo to Hot for Teacher. Yes. <laughs> so, I, when, so eventually Ryoma joins, joins the samurai, and it's, uh, it's pretty great. I like the scene where Ryoma has like all the axes under his um, yes. under his cloak, and I'm like, I just Ryoma's just cutting dudes up with an axe, and it's kind of everything we ever wanted to see Ryoma do. When he like he 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 storms the Oni city on his own, and all we see is this fucking Google Maps ass shot of like it's so panned out that we it's so zoomed out we don't we can't see any individual people. All we see is like a string of explosions slowly making their way towards the capital. <laughs> God, it, this it's this is so this anime is so much fun. New Getter really is, is such a blast. Like, honestly, like. They they still frame it they still frame it really well narratively of like you know like Ryoma. You, you could easily say that Ryoma doesn't need motivation to do anything that you could absolutely just use him as like a chaotic agent and have him do whatever. But like we do we still we still get an establishing scene of him like the the night before like at the camp with all of the soldiers on the ground and they're all like yucking it up and having a good time, and he's just sort of like. He, he like finds a random drunk asshole and is like yo what like like i forget what he says but it's like the question comes up it was like aren't you guys scared and they're just like like we like we could die or whatever like what the fuck do we care like they've just like they believe in what they're doing but they've also on some level lost the will to live like because they they have to to do what they believe that they're doing yeah um and like ryoma has a legitimate moment of like self like he doesn't ever say it but like you can see it on his face of just like this sucks. These these normal these normal people shouldn't have to be in this situation. I'm not a normal people, so I'm gonna do this for them. Um, and he trots away on his horse, and then like Reiko finds out he left, and is like, "Yo, what are you doing?" And Ryoma like does the fucking tough anime protagonist thing of just like not not actually voicing his true reason. He's just like, "I'm gonna fucking go kill Izuni because that's what I fucking came here to do. Fuck off, go away." Um. But he, but he's actually also doing it to fucking like, he's do, he's doing it so that her army doesn't have to. Yeah, and that's that's good. That's fucking good. Like I don't know what else I have to say. It's fucking good. That's good writing. I fucking love this. Yeah, this this was the writing in this was eons better than Armageddon. Oh, absolutely. And it's yeah, <laughs> it's so we ha- so eventually Ryoma meets up with with Musashi and Hayato again and like I think I think Benkei straight up was like living a life I think he had like a wife and like yeah no because he because he he showed up first he showed up like two years before anybody else showed up and so he was like I like you know granted like he he was already like it makes the most sense for him right he was already like like raised like he already grew up in like born in a mountain raised in a cave trucking and fucking um etc etc and stealing motorcycles apparently yeah, and so he he ba- he basically is just like, "Well, I'm stuck in this weirdo place slash time, but also this is kind of how I was already living up in the mountains." So he acclimated fairly well, but he just he just sort of went from becoming becoming a modern like m- mountain gremlin lecher to being one in the 11th century or whenever. Yeah, I think, I think he looked like he was also like a farmer too, which is kind of cool. He tried to have an honest living. 
he, he again like he tried to have an honest he tried to have an honest living but like he did did, did not his fucking his his wife fucking hated him um, yeah and like when i love it when like he runs into hayato he like he like bounces out of his house and like takes whatever his possessions he had and runs out and he basically tells hayato like i was already planning on doing this anyway this wasn't going <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> like i love shit like that in fiction which is just like when you sit back and you're just like wait that guy had like a was like married for like two years and like he was just he he was he was the sitcom good for nothing schlubby husband he was raymond and everyone loves raymond he was al bundy like um, it makes me think like of like the the pillow episode of the pillow four episode of adventure time oh god yes that's absolutely <laughs> god yes that's what it was but like, f- from much less consequence. It's like Benke. Benke doesn't even really regard it with any sort of weight or gravity. He's just like, yeah, I fell, I fell into the past. I had a wife for a minute. She, it didn't work out. I did, uh, uh, yeah, don't. Oh no, it's just a great moment for Benke, and I, like, it really, is. it really is great. I, li- I think Hayato mellows out a bit during this. At this point, he's no, he's not as vicious or sadistic. He's more focused. Yeah, and again, because I think like again, like the. the the being part of the getter team focuses him because it's like he doesn't he, he he doesn't have to kill anybody to get what he wants because whatever he wants is already right there in front of him um Hayato's fucking chaotic evil yeah no like it, it it really is that notion of like i i i think back to like when i when i cared way too much about batman probably and it's it's one one notion that came up sometimes that comes up in some interpretations of Batman is like well Batman isn't necessarily any more or less morally better than any of the other villains he fights but it just so happens that his chaotic vigilante tendencies line up just good enough with the overall societal norms that he is useful and good and for the getter team, Hayato fits that to a T. He is not yes. a morally good person, but his motivations line up to where he can be used with less consequence. Which is why, which is the exact way you play an evil character in D anD D in a in a usually in a good or neutral aligned party. Yeah, like the, I, I people always say it's impossible to play an evil character in a good party, but it's like no, you can be an evil person, but it can be like. Oh hey, the main bad guy. I worked for him, and he betrayed me. So I'm teaming up with these good guys because all I really care about is killing that guy. Yeah, no. That that also reminds me of a great thing about the the, the first season of Friends at the Table in their fantasy season. Like one of them was a paladin, and they were playing. They, they played Dungeon Worlds for their fantasy season. Um, and one of the abilities you can have as a paladin is asking the GM what here is evil, and they will tell you everything in the scene that could be considered evil based on whatever your world's rubric for that is. Um, and one of the other characters, uh, I forget the class she played, but uh, her name was Hella, and she was evil. Uh, and so it was just a running gag where anytime Hadrian asked uh, what here is evil, they would go like, oh, this, that, and the other... Um, and also Hella. Hella evil. <laughs> also Hayato. Hayato is evil. Yeah. <laughs> I cast I cast Detect Evil. It's next to you. Hayato, can you leave the room real quick? I text, yeah, right? <laughs> cast Detect Evil. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, no, Hayato's really focused. Hayato's really focused because, like, the, the getter mystery is ever deeper every time he uncovers something. 
And so the, next is the pretty awesome arc of them getting together and then revitalizing the getter and fighting a big demon, Sebe. Yeah, because while because basically how they meet up is while while Ryoma is having samurai shenanigans, like Benkei and Hayato met up and are tracking down the getter, and they find it on a mountain range, and then as soon as they find it, Sebe also finds it. Yes. And so they, 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 they fight off a demon with just the two of them, and that's when Hayato realizes that, like, oh, shit, like, the, the getter is actually stronger with all three of us, but, like, they don't have Ryoma right now. But so they decide to storm the castle anyway, and they both just happen to, they, all three of them just happen to storm the castle at the same time, and then they meet up, and Ryoma does the cool thing where he just kind of fucking jumps off of a goddamn building and lands perfectly in the getter one. He does that twice. But yeah, 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 it's always good. Every time I love it when they do that. So I'll get to the if I can if I remember by the time we get to it I want to bring up two little uh, very obvious anime nods to seventies anime and one we missed in Armageddon and one that's in this. Uh huh. But uh, so eventually they get back to their own time. They they get back from the past. They get back to the yeah, past. Yeah, they you know, they they have a big they have past. a big climactic super robot fight with Semi and they 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 which rocks. It had all the they, right build up. They fuck his shit up and it's that yes 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 um oh my god I was gonna say yes fucking that that was my that was one of my favorite moments of fucking so like Seme has this like anti getter energy barrier up or whatever so they can't getter beam him and so Ryoma literally says like something along the lines of just like fucking like if it's something like I think I did I I think I sent it to you um. We talk a lot. <laughs> Maybe we should make a Discord server just for our exclusive retrospective discussions. God. Um... Don't worry, I'll be trimming if, a lot no, of this. No, no. Yeah. If it, do if it doesn't work, all we have to do is make it work. And then he <laughs> rips off Getter One's arm impales the arm into Seme's Oni like biomech thing and then uses uses the circuitry on the end on the open end of the arm as like so like he he getter beams and the the barrier goes up but like the like the arm extends to the to the edge of the barrier and so the 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 runoff like the runoff getter energy coming out of the beam just like is it's there's just enough space there to like to like to like spark to spark the circuitry inside of the arm and the arm becomes a channel through the barrier to just fucking like go straight through and then the arm explodes inside of Seme and like the, that's how they get the getter beam through and I guarantee fucking tee you that Ryoma did not understand the science of that at all he must have just been like this arm like fucking okay the like i need to get getter energy through the getter is good at channeling getter energy so if i have a chunk of getter in there i can put a getter beam through it like oh my fucking god and you know what it was tooch yeah it was chaos magic he believed so hard <laughs> that it worked that would work that it worked ryoma is a fucking warhammer orc yes he is <laughs> 
And my favorite thing is he, he doesn't communicate that with his team or anyone at all. He doesn't tell anyone what he's doing ever at any point in time. And I love this idiot boy. <laughs> I like how this this OVA is like, Armageddon is like, Ryoma's a badass. This is like, Ryoma's a dumbass. <laughs> Ryoma is a true dumbass. That's his alignment, true dumbass. <laughs> Chaotic dumbass. Oh my god. It's great. So they get bl- so I think that also blasts them back to the present. Well, no, like the it opens up a po- like a portal just basically happens to be there and they just decide like let's just go through that portal. It'll bring us back to the present and then like they don't even they don't even animate the sequence where they go through it. It just cuts to them popping out of the other side of the portal, and the, they did it. I don't know how, but they fucking, they nailed it. It immediately gets shot at by the Satomi Research Facility. <laughs> yeah, they 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 did a really good job of guesstimating when to pop out of the portal, but they were off by about three years, which is, in terms of the span of time, is pretty clutch. And it's like, it's pretty clutch. It's like, that reminds me of a scene in, um, in, in, uh, in Crossbone Gundam, which is where you find out that Tobia is is a new type, and just how it's it's a really good moment into how new types kind of think and work. Is like Tobia gets like shot out of a thing, and then notices that he's too far away. He can visibly see a ship, but he's too far away to get to it before it like launches off. So he calculates its trajectory and figures out where it's going based on where it's pointed. Oh shit! And then like calculates a course to shoot himself the opposite way to meet them. I really fucking want them to animate Crossbone Gundam. Oh, Crossbone's great. The sequel's not so much, but the actual first Crossbone manga is very good. It was actually written by Tomino. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, Tomino wrote the first one, and then the artist wrote. The artist then took over and wrote all the sequels, which get That's progressively why. worse. Eh. Um. Not, I. I think now that they've now that they've decided to do Hathaway's Flash, I, Crossbone's probably next. I want Sentinel and Crossbone and equally. One, it's definitely going to be one, because I was thinking about Sentinel 2. It's definitely going to be one of them. Because at this point, they have all this awesome Gundam EU that they're now... Because, like, my... To, b- to briefly talk about Gundam, um, my idea of what can si- constitutes the Gundam expanded universe is things that are not animated. Yeah. Or you can even say that, like, you have Tier 1 canon, which is Tomino-directed stuff, Tier 2 canon, which is stuff not directed by Tomino, Tier 3 canon, novels, and, and Tier 4 is manga. Well, I mean, I, I feel like at this point, so much of the main Universal Century isn't Tomino that, like, that kind of has to be adjusted. Yeah, because at that point, yeah. Like, I'm getting to the point where I don't know if they're going to retcon F91 or not, or in, uh, or declare that, like, you know, F91 going into Crossbow and then going into Victory are, like, an alternate timeline. They're going to do something completely different following Hathaway. It's been so long, I feel like they probably could remake F91 and people wouldn't care. Yeah, if if, you, if they can dig out the, the the scripts for the original TV show and they just do F91 that, that like way, I would be a part of that. I mean, I always thought F91 would have worked really well if it just had two movies, but that's that's for when we talk about F91. That's for another podcast. Uh, so they get back, and three years have gone by, and apparently no Onia showed up, but they were, they were spent all those three years preparing by turning the, the, the research facility into a fucking fortress. Which doesn't really get touched on again. Yeah. Uh, they, honestly, has... <laughs> they 
they really glean over the fact that they missed three whole years. So much so that when, when you know, we're about to get to it, but when Ryoma leaves, when Ryoma leaves the Ghetto team and goes back to his old hometown, they're like, oh, where have you been these past three years? I forgot about the time skip and just sort of stopped and went like, how long was he with the Getter team? Wait, what? And I was like, oh, wait, no, he went back in time. He went back and he had time shit travel shenanigans. I, I fucking love Getter. So, um, the, immediately when they get back, they're like, okay, we're doing upgrades on the Getter. Ryoma, I want you to put on this very heavy, bulky spacesuit and test it out now. In a one-to-one version of that chapter from the, the, the expanded version of Shin. Yeah, no, it really super was. I was hype as hell. I was like, oh, wait. I, like, when they were doing it, I was like, wait. Oh, I was like, oh, this is a little bit, this is, this kind of reminds me of this part. And then the scene kept going, and I was like, oh, this, they're just, oh, they're just doing this part. Oh, shit. It, like, I can tell by this, the spacesuit. It's the same spacesuit. It's, like, the super bulky one, so he doesn't die from, like, the G-force of going out yeah. in space. And he does, and then the same exact shit happens. He briefly becomes the getter. I like, I honestly like that in, in this version, they, they make it so much more personal, because it's like, in the, in the manga version, when he, like, when he, when he, like, astral projects to the dark getter future, he, it's pretty much just him and a bunch of, like, sentient getter machines. At this point, you can see a lot of, you see a lot of, like, uh, because, like, it's, it's, as you can see in this, it's, it's Hayato you know, Benkei and Dr. Satome. Yeah, it's like everybody, he, he, in, in, in New, in New Getter, they, they explicitly show you that, like, this is the fate of humanity of, like, every, everybody, everybody gets, like, fucking, like, fused and becomes, like, becomes one with, with, with Getter energy in, in these mechs, and it's, like, bad, and it's, it's a really fucking, it's a really fucking bad time. And a fun little tidbit, if you weren't paying attention like I was, is, uh, if you were paying attention like I was, is that Dr. Satome is the Getter Dragon, Hayato is the Getter Liger, and Benkei is the Getter Poseidon. Yeah, no, that was, that was dope. Yeah, I like that little, and then there, you can see there are some, some Getter ghosts that were, like, destroyed and shit. It's fun. Like, little, you see, like, a Shin Getter, too. It's, like, it's fun. You see little, like, other Ishikawa designs. I don't think... I was, I think, I looked to see if there was anything from Ark, but I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's, it, it, it works, it, it, it functions, it functions, like, tonally, like that moment in, in, in Shin, but it also serves, I think it, it serves the core plot of this OVA specifically better, of just, like, of just, like, sh- making Ryoma super shook, of, of just, like, I don't, like, the, consequences the consequences of using getter energy thoughtlessly and he just is kind of like fuck this and leaves yeah he bounces and he doesn't like again like and and you know much much like ryoma up until this point he 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 doesn't have the emotional language to like share why like that's not who he is he just he doesn't he just can't fuck with that he could, he could easily just be like yo i had this i went on this fucking dark vision quest and it's super fucked up y'all he he doesn't he can't he can't open up like that that's not who he is he just like leaves he is he is at the end of the day he is he is extremely solitary and so Ryoma goes back to his hometown for a bit and has for about 15 minutes is just in in living in a yakuza game 
it's so good. Like, when when they're like, oh, fuck, like, they're tearing down your dojo, and, like, after that whole scene, when, and then he, he goes to, like, I don't even know what kind of shady businessman it is, if it's, like, his land, like, a landlord, or just, like, a develop, like, a land developer, or just, like, I don't fucking know his deal, like, a lawyer or something, but, like, like, what I was expecting was just this dude to be like, what are you doing barging into my office? You can't fucking do Like, what are you doing? What is this? But, like, as soon as Ryoma kicks down the door, he fucking goes into fucking, like, like Gendo Akari hand pose. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, fucking, like, and, and I was like, oh, this is, like, yeah, this is, like, this is Yakuza shit. And then he, like, snaps his fingers, and 20 goons come, like, roll out of nowhere and surround Ryoma, and I'm like, this is Yakuza shit! <laughs> Ryoma starts Ryoma's glowing blue. Basically! And then Ryoma, like, Ryoma kicks them all up, and then he's, like, he's walking down, and extremely, like, fucking... Ryoma lives in Kamurocho. Yeah, pretty much. Ryoma lives in Kamurocho, and then, like, he's walking down the street, he's walking down the street in functionally Kamurocho, and he gets accosted by, like, randomly, like, in, Devin, in my mind's eye, I saw the fucking title card flash of just, like, street thugs, and it's just like you're <laughs> fighting them, and, like, <laughs> and just, like, it happened exactly, like, Ryoma's trying to get somewhere, Ryoma has other shit to do, but six motherfuckers just, like, Hey, you, wait a second. And then he has to fight them. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's fucking perfect. It's it, it was, it's such a blast. And that episode comes to an end when Abe no Seime shows up in the sky and starts blowing up fucking the city. Yeah. Oh, but I do like before that, like, uh, we, we see that, like, one, one, of the, one of the things that keeps Ryoma from being able to fully detach is, like, everything is giving him PTSD. It's yeah. It's like, like, like... It's in that last fight, especially, he just keeps doing shit and like, and I guess you know this. This is good story. This is good storytelling because I don't know. I legitimately can't tell you if it's just his own PTSD memories or if he is legitimately still tethered to Getter in some way where he is still bound to that reality. I, I would don't say know. both because I would say yeah. that it would it it's. It's something like that that's exacerbating the problem of his own mental trauma. Yes, but I, I appreciate the fact that the text doesn't explicitly state it. Oh, totally. I, I like the I like the in, being indirect about it, and we can talk about stuff like that in Photons Part Four as well. Oh boy! I can't God, wait. next week is gonna be fun. <laughs> and it's so yeah. That's this is where I'm gonna bring up. Well, so the Getter shows up. It's just Hayato and. Um, Musashi and Hayato's remote controlling Getter One from Getter Two's co- from the like the Jaguar cockpit. Yeah, he he does that for a minute and it's Bakwa. Well, he he does it because the Getter One is the only one that can use the Getter Beam. Yeah, because they try they try everything else and it doesn't work. And not only does it not work, this is the first this is the first moment where they're like, oh shit, Seme's. First of all, let me just talk about Seme's final form design, looking like a goddamn Persona boss, looking like a yeah. goddamn Shimagami Tensei demon. He looks like an with, SMT boss. It's with great. fucking like, fucking like, he himself is like normal sized on top of this big monster with no arms and a, like a bondage thing on his torso. With like a mon like riding atop a boat that is a sentient monster it's a kingdom hearts boss 
with being piloted by being piloted like there's a there's a ferryman demon on this boat like whipping the front of it and the two mastheads of the boat are like topless demon titties who i think were the demon ladies that he was always like being sensual with in the flashback arc yes and so that that i i got no time travel not flashback like past I got big Shimagami Tensei vibes. Yeah, I did that. too. Big like Kazuma Kaneko. Penis... Echo was was eyeing that. Yeah, big penis mm. demon on the wagon vibes. What whichever Shimagami Tensei monster that is. Mara. Yeah. <laughs> which is the which is a demon from Buddhist lore that tried to seduce and um, corrupt the Buddha. Wow. So he's the ultimate form of corruption. So they made him a dick wagon. Good job, Buddha, for for turning down that hot piece of ass. Um, you can buy a gigantic detailed figure of it for like six hundred dollars. Good job, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves played Siddhartha in uh in a in a film in a weird film called Little Little Buddha. I did not know that. I read yeah, Siddhartha it, in high school. Oh, th- this wasn't an adaptation of that. Um. I, I also read that in high school. I liked that. I kind of it was it was kind of the first thing that like made me go like whoa. Um, but uh, it, it, the 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 plot of the the plot of the film was like um, some Buddhist monks were looking for the reincarnation of Buddha, and there was three different kids who were like up for grabs. Basically, they were they were trying to determine like which of these three kids was like Buddha, and throughout the film they would like tell these kids the story of like Siddhartha Gautama or however you say his name and whenever they would flash back to basically just like retellings of like the legends about the original Buddha uh the the prince who became Buddha was played by uh Keanu Reeves in unfortunate brown face <laughs> but he I I guess he did a fine job but he shouldn't have been cast in that role anyway yeah. <laughs> get her <laughs> get her uh, buddhism get her so at this point ryoma is like fuck it if i can't run away from it i guess i just gotta do this until i fucking die yeah he literally says it's like i am going to like i'm not gonna run from the getter i'm going to beat the getter he's like i'm going to overpower this thing that's trying to overpower me and so uh, in one of the coolest sequences ever, Ryoma drives a motorcycle off a cliff and then flips off of it into the cockpit of the Getter. Which Second. is almost animated exactly like the opening of Raiden. <laughs> when the main character, Akira, drives his motorcycle off and he, like, front flips into the air and then gets, like, hit by a laser and teleported into Raiden. Oh my god, I I am remembering that from the opening of Raiden. And it's, like, animated god. exactly the same. It has to be, a, like, a, like, an homage. Probably. Which is exactly the same as a C- as when they in the when uh, Shin Getter is fighting Getter G in Armageddon, they show the Shin Getter one transforming and Ryoma's chair slides backwards to get like a profile view of it, like doing a three sixty spin and then like going up to the head, which is entirely yes. from Brendizer's transformation sequence. Oh my yeah, I remember you. You always used to t- you you always used to talk about that because it's so inexplicable. Like, why is there a Grendizer like little animation like reference in Getter Armageddon? And out of all the things, it's I guess Grandizer gets needs some love. The Italians love him because Mecca. Yeah, it's it's just great. So I wanted to call that out because I, I I talk about it a lot, but forgot it because we talked about so much in Armageddon in the Armageddon episode. Just we're talking about so much here. 
I'm sorry, I'm, I'm watching the Rydeen opening and I forgot he just sort of sinks into the into Rydeen and falls through a weird fucking cellular kind of portal into the cockpit. What a fucking weird anime. Do you know who directed that? No. Yoshiki Tomino. Oh my god, you're no, right. This is, what, this is one of Tomino's. It was Tomino's first mecha series. Dang. It's great. So... Now we're getting into the final, like, three episodes of get of New Getter, and it's the hypest shit in the world. These are like, this is, I wish this was a whole series in itself, yeah. but it's still so good just being what it is. It is. I think, I think, I think the only reason I say that I wish it was so bad, because it, it feels like the staff wanted more episodes it really feels like they came up with it. They came up with a second season, and it was too good for them to scrap, and they just tried their fucking best to cram it in here. It's so good. So, we get back, and now we're fully just in the climax of Shingetter Robo. Yes. So, but instead of a gigantic horrible death ship approaching the um uh trying to crush the satome research facility and the shin getter to just alter time it's now four all-powerful buddhist gods yeah yeah this is what i say like they're they're they're, they're all so detailed and they have their own they, they each have their own kind of thing that all i'm thinking is like this this was supposed to be its own season like or they they wished it was its own season they were like because i can i can so easily see like every like every episode they they face down a different god or like it's minions for a couple episodes and they have a, they have a whole episode episode or two dedicated to fighting just it and it has some special thing that they have to overcome like i can see the dragon ball z arc so clearly in my mind for these fools and I'm not sure if these are based off of real, like, Shinto or Buddhist gods. I'm not sure. I, I don't want to claim that they are, but I'd believe it if they were. I mean, like, the the imagery is definitely there. I think at most it's probably one of those, like, Miyazaki-spirited-away things where the, the aesthetics are so powerful and the, the, the disparate parts are so rooted in, in like, the... in a certain kind of... Spiritual belief. I always just found that Miyazaki, Miyazaki also leaned more into folklore. I think than he landed led into like mythology. Yes, and I and I think that's what's going on here. Uh, just because also like I I think a lot of the design sensibilities are also very Ishikawa, especially like the the final, the final like big golden god or whatever. And the dude like, with the just... scroll. Those felt very Ishikawa. Yeah. So essentially. Before they these guys show up, like Hayato is getting like closer and closer to like figuring out shit about the getter, and also that Ryoma just has a crazy affinity for getter. Yes, like they 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 that's when they sort of realize that like Ryoma piloting the getter just like somehow generates more it, generates infinite getter energy, like the Shin getter does in the manga. Um, like I kind of like that idea that. Get Ryoma plus Shin Getter is like a crazy equation that makes the Shin Getter so powerful. Yeah. Because I feel that maybe just because of who Ryoma is, that he is so receptive to Getter energy. 
yeah it's it, it's just again it, it is it is that kiriko idea of like the one being in the entire universe that just so happens to fit this bill in a way that yes. no one else is Thank god i'm so excited to talk about quit <laughs> it's oh my god Votan, that's such a great ending but like there's you know there, there's there's several there's several moments that there's several moments that we didn't talk about where we're like throughout the series hayato goes down into like the the underground of the research that's lab always kind of like the b plot is hayato kind of snooping around and like we the 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 first inkling is them digging underground and Hayato notices the getter levels. The second one is he like sort of walks down to the basement himself and just sort of finds like a catwalk with a weird chasm full of discarded prototype getters and it's just sort of like at first just it's just sort of like it raises this notion of like is this the destiny of every getter pilot? And Satomi is basically like they weren't fucking hard enough, bro. Like. And yeah, it's a very much all... like the it's very much like the graveyard of Evangelions underneath Nerve. Yeah, and and then but then what also happens is like every so often the the getter energy the like the, the 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 leftover getter energy in them all just sort of synchronizes and everything just sort of like glows green for a little while. And, and Satome's just been down there constantly. Like he hasn't been seen in like weeks. He's yeah, not ta- especially especially after the time skip, Michiru is just like he just lives down there now. We just, we barely see him. He, and he like he's talking to his like dead son. He's like talking to like the will of the getter itself. Yeah, and that that is straight, straight out, out of Shin. Shin. It's straight out of Shin, and it's. I wish they had the same final shot of Saotome's death from the manga. Yes, where he's just sitting in the chair, and then you have like all the dead characters next to him, and he just smiles like I, I this is all according to my plan. <laughs> this is what I want now. God, and it, we have to do we have to do another episode about the Getter manga. We I think we should do we should do like uh because I wanted before we I like not to toot my own horn but a couple months like uh, sometime in twenty twenty I want to do Zeta. Uh-huh. I want to do at least do Zeta and Char's counterattack so we can talk about Hathaway as it comes out because Hathaway got a release date. Uh-huh. At least Hathaway part one, uh-huh. and then. By then, we can then catch you up to Z- Double Zeta and Unicorn in narrative to get you yeah. all the way caught up in the Universal Century. Yeah. But uh, when we do do, b- b- before we do Zeta, I wanted to go, I wanted to watch the compilation movies again, but I was going to actually just watch all of 0079 again. Mm-hmm. Not not do like an episode on it, but I, I want to do, I wanted to, you don't have to watch the whole sh- show if you don't want to, but I want to do like an episode of like double seventy nine revisited, yeah, and we'll do a getter well, revisited. I, 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 yeah, but I, I I think if we do revisit double seventy nine again, I would rather it be the core series itself because that would be a good reason to rewatch it is to catch all the episodic stuff I missed. Yes, I haven't seen the getter show. I mean Gundam show in a long time, but we're gonna revisit the getter manga. So yeah. at this point, um. The Getter launches, and they're kind of, they're getting their asses kicked pretty brutally. Like, Getter 2 oh. gets gets crushed, Getter 3 gets crushed, Getter 1 is barely putting up a fight. Yeah. And suddenly, hi, like, I, I, I fucking love how it's shot, too, from underneath the valve, where he's just, like, undo- Dr. Satome is just undoing a valve and just gets disintegrated by green Getter energy. Yeah, no, and, and this is the part where I just, like, I, like... I knew it wasn't gonna be because at this point 
like they are just sort of narratively treating the getter like the core the core getter robo itself as shin getter it even there's even several there's even a couple points where it zigzags in the air like the shin getter does um but when Sautome unlocks the vault, I was like, I know it's not going to be this, but I really want him to unlock the vault and the Shin Getter's there, and they somehow just, like, pilot that now for the rest of the Yeah, that would, honestly, this would be, if, if that's how it ended, this would be the absolute perfect Getter anime. <laughs> and that's buck wild, because the, the other two OVAs are specifically about the Shin Getter. Yeah, and, oh my god, if this one, like, imagine if Shin versus Neo didn't exist, and we got Shin Getter in this in three more episodes. I would live in that reality. I would sacrifice Armageddon for 13 more episodes of this. Sure, we'd lose the awesome design of Ryoma from, from, from Armageddon and the crazy-ass final two episodes, but... Uh, yeah, I I would sac- I would sacrifice Armageddon before I sacrifice Neo versus Shin. Yeah. I, hate, Neo I, Shin, I, Neo, I feel bad Neo saying versus... that because I, actually, cause I enjoy Armageddon. Sure, they're all great. I But honestly, like, <laughs> the only reason I say it is because I think I, I think when we, when we, every time we talk about these OVAs, we always basically discuss them as disparate parts that each, that each highlight a different but equally important aspect of everything great about the Getter Robo franchise. Um, so it's hard to lose, it, it would be hard to theoretically lose one of them. And it I think would. the thing that, the, the, the thing that you lose with, with, with Neo versus Shin is the the, the shonen aspect of it, I think. Yeah, and Shin vs. Neo is very earnestly a super robot OVA. Yeah, and which which is highlighted by my first thought, which was, fuck, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose their modernized take on Texas Mac. Yes. I really fucking don't. I can't wait. I mean, I'm gonna have, I don't mind waiting, but like, emotionally. We're doing Symbiotic wait. Titan instead. Yes. And but we decided, whatever... if we had to cut a getter OVA, we decided that one was the least important out of the three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but whenever whenever we do talk about it, I cannot wait to revisit it, and I cannot wait to talk I cannot wait to talk about Neo versus Shin, because I, I love, uh, you know me, I, I, I love I love having fun, I love shonen, and this is the most shonen the getter gets. So can we talk about Ryoma going full berserk? Yeah, it's... Because that's what happens next where essentially like this is the closest we get to some of the body horror stuff like shin versus neo goes into that a little more visually because it's that one's a more direct adaptation of go yes but it doesn't treat it it doesn't like it's not it's not framed as like scary at all in shin versus neo it's not yeah no we we get a little bit of it in the in at the end in in at the end of at the end of ryoma's uh like bad like dark getter future f- yeah uh in, in in new getter he starts to like become overtaken by the getter and he like freaks out um and then here it's more um i think because it's like the the, the reason that it looks different visually i think is because it's more of a symbiosis than an overtaking they are, yes. they are truly becoming one with the getter and so it's less it's less the machine overtaking them and it's more they are they are synchronizing with getter energy itself so it's seen more like getter energy circuitry running through their veins yes that's that's very much what it is and it's not just ryoma it's all three of them and they all like feel it i like though when ryoma goes apeshit that hato and benke are like fucking coughing up blood yeah they're they're coughing up blood like hato and benke have to like 
they they have to synchronize. They they have to fucking uh, what's the Pacific Rim term when uh, you're sync? Drift. Well, they they have to like they have to become drift compatible for a second to yell at Ryoma loud enough to wake him out of his fucking extremely Kenishikawa crazy eyes. Um, Which are great. This is I, I love Ryoma like opening his jaw impossibly to scream very loud. Yeah, with his fucking pointy ass Carcat Vandas teeth. He gets fucking shark teeth. It's amazing. This is Ryoma at his absolute most feral. With the with the with the not necessarily spiral, but like the the circles within circles, like crazy eyes. Our friend Arcade, he would he would faint. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean, if, um, if the first two episodes of Getter of Getter Armageddon were enough to make him swoon, it's. <laughs> yeah, no, Getter 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 as a franchise sounds like their fucking thing. I'm um, so excited for them to deep dive into it. But, um. So he he finally snaps out of it after after going f- fucking ape shit, uh, and and then we just get the the great moment of like all like every single getter getting like a really good hit in. Of, they do like, like a good a good sequence of combination attacks. It's fun. they 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 do one of like the the big super robot wars moves where they open get like a million fucking times. Yeah, it's like the, the they call it like the getter combination attack where it starts with like getter getter three. Throws it into a tornado. Getter two like stabs it a couple times and getter one blasts it with a getter beam. It's super good. I love that. Like I love that in the 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 new the new getter robo since it, it like it, it looks more like a mech. It has more moving parts. It's it's less of like it's less of like a little circle that appears like a, like a whole fucking compartment like slides open on its torso and the getter beam comes out. Yeah, it's fun. Um. And. Th- and there's that really great fucking moment. It's it's comparable to the Stoner Sunshine animation, but it's like instead of everybody being like super sketchy animated looking, like all of their hair turns like red and they all like scream in unison. And since ben, and since Benke has no hair, it's just his big angry red eyebrows, and I love it a lot. It's it's that was so fucking cool. So as they kill the first three, and then they're sucked into Bad Getter Future. Yeah, and we've yeah, neglected yeah. to talk about one thing of Bad Getter Future, and Kooch, can you say what looms in the distance ominously? Fucking the 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 one thing about like my favorite thing about the Getter Robo franchise, like my, my literally objective favorite thing. The only reason I fuck with Getter Robo, the Getter Emperor. That can't be the only reason you fuck with Getter. It's the core reason because it's it takes it to like other like like. Getter Robo isn't the only thing that, like, you know, it, that goes places and gets weird, but, like, Getter Robo is... There's a lot of mecha anime that cranks it to 11. The Getter Emperor is when you crank it to 20, and that's yeah. the level that I want shit to be on. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, this is why Getter is so fucking awesome, as, like, isolated from just even being a mecha show and just being a batshit piece of media piece of art i fucking love getter i fucking love getter emperor i need that solo chick and i can't i need i i don't like i'm about like next week next week i'm getting my christmas bonus and i don't know how big it's gonna be your, your chevy chase uh christmas vacation christmas bonus yeah no but no but this is real because it's, it's not just like 
it's it's not like it's not a gift from my employers. We actually earned this bonus because it's 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 about sales commissions. I work at a liquor store, and if uh, if if we sell certain products, we get like and we get like a dollar just for us, like a, like a, yeah. like an already like a pre taxed already dollar just for us. If we buy if 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 a customer buys a bottle of a certain brand, so what we do is like they 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 come up with a bottle of vodka, and we say, oh, you don't want that vodka, you want this vodka. This vodka is better. And they go, oh, really? Because nobody actually no- nobody actually knows what liquor they like. They just they drank one brand in college, and they're too scared to try anything new. Yeah, um, that's why I drink. That's why I. That's the only reason I drink Captain Morgan. <laughs> Captain Morgan's fine. Um, but yeah, but we it do makes that good rum and, and we, coke. That's yeah. what I use it for. Um, and we, but we do that, and like Christmas is when everybody buys booze the most. Uh, the holiday season in general. And so, oh yeah, because you're you need stuff to spike eggnog. And yeah, wine yeah, to go we, with we your spiked sell, eggnog. Yeah, we sell we we sell spiked eggnog. Uh, the brand is uh, Pennsylvania Dutch. It's pretty mm. good. I bet it is. But so I'm expecting a big chunk of change because there's I am I am only one of two full time workers working in that store, and uh, the commissions get split evenly. It gets pooled and then split evenly among its full time staff. And there's only two of us, so we're gonna get all the money. Um, but there, there is, you know, I'm an adult, so I'm gonna put a chunk of it in savings and use a chunk of it for other shit and other stuff I need. Um, but there is, there is a hypothetical reality where I find myself in possession of a few hundred bucks that I have to do nothing but burn. So, I would absolutely buy a fucking Solchigo can get a Emperor. Well, there is a Galgaigar Star add-on to turn because as well for for the Galgaigar. I would need okay. What what I want, what I want is it's like the wing win. pack. Yes, I, I I don't want that. It's not necessary. What what I would need is enough. What I what I would need is enough money to buy multiple Galgaigars and then accessorize them individually. And have a Gal have a so then you can also have a Galfigar. Yeah, I want them to come out with a Galfigar. And a Gal and a Genesec. And then a Genesec. In that order. Yeah. What do we do? What or are we doing, Galgagar? Eventually, it's fi- it's fucking fifty episodes in another OVA. It's gonna it's gonna be a minute. Um, yeah, I I am in no hurry to talk about Galgagar. But uh, what I would want them to do is what I would want them to do is to just sell, is to just sell, uh, Gygar, like the just the White Lion, and then you could get, like, and then sell the Genesis machines separately. Yes, and then Figar as well. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about this final boss fight because it's not long, but it's awesome. Okay, we're back. Um, so yes, before we talk about this, well, well, let's talk about this big final boss fight. Yes. It's not long, but it is pretty epic. It's pretty epic, but honestly, I, the the thing that I love most about it is it, the significant, like, it's not ultimately significant. Oh, not at all. (laughs) That... I, I, well, the, the, it's like one thing when people say like an epic fight. I'm not talking about like Goku and Frieza fought for four hours. It's like I'm talking like just the culmination of everything. Na- Namek is exploding in twelve minutes for five episodes. For like fifteen. I remember on YouTube, I was like, I want to watch the, the Goku. Uh, I'm gonna sit down for like an hour and watch the Goku Frieza fight, and it was a fourteen hour video. Edited. Fuck. And I was like, I'm I'm not watching this. <laughs> then I just rewatched the Namek arc of Team Four Star. 
So, uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so they fight they fight the big gold guy. They, they all have they, names. They fight I... gold dust. <laughs> they they fight uh they fight Goldar. Kind of. They 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 fight they fight Kenishikawa designed Goldar, whose like head, whose whole head situation just kept reminding me of the Shin Dragon from Armageddon. Yes. Um, but yeah, it 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 was just so weird and buck wild. If 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 it was any other Super Robot franchise other than Gitter, I would have been like, what the what is going on why is any of this happening buddhist gods just showed up out of nowhere and the super robot is fighting them and then it doesn't even ultimately mean anything by the end of it but it's like it's getter robo so i'm like you know what i'm fucking here because the because jam project is going fucking wild jam project is going yes jam project is going nuts because <laughs> the presentation is so perfect that you're like okay and so oh my god what is the name of that song uh deep red Deep red, that's so good. I that that fucking Devin that guitar, the, Devin that fucking guitar riff lives in my do, soul do, now. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's great. I'll, I'll play it a little bit right, right here for the people at home. I'm gonna play like that. I played like 20 seconds of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It, it's fucking awesome. It's there's also this other it, this other insert song if I can find it. Yeah, pretty good too, right? That one's that, that one actually has Kageyama singing. Deep Red doesn't. Yeah. Uh, so they defeat they defeat Goldar, and he's just like okay, like he's he's essentially like a floating arm and a like half a torso and a head. That's all that's left of him because he got Getter. They had a they had a Dragon Ball Z Getter beam struggle. Yeah, uh, he he's he's down and out, and he's I think. He even does some, like, he, he's just so aware of what an anime villain he is. He's like, he's like, I'll, I'll admit, I'll accept defeat for now. And immediately gets crushed in the hand of Getter Emperor. Like, yeah, and, and then, and then, like, like, a bit, a big hand comes out of the Getter ether, and I'm just like, oh, here he is. I'm already, I'm already hollering about the emperor, and he fucking and he 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 like through through the cracks in through through the fingers through the fingers of Getter Emperor just before he's smushed just goes like you see this is this is where following Getter energy gets you, and then <laughs> it's just like smushed. And then they see, and then, and then over the horizon they see the, like dare I dare I say the best Getter Emperor design. Like I, I prefer it to Ishikawa's a little bit. Really, I want you to read arc. Like, I want to read arc. Okay, well, just because like I, I, you know, like 
the the full the full the full bodied the full bodied getter emperor is so rarely shown and i'm i'm mostly going off of the design they went with for so for the soul chigokin figure yeah um which which you know is very massive and epic but it is also extremely mechanical in a way that this is not it is truly it looks like an alien being it's a lovecraftian biomass of a robot it's um perfect and like i love that like my favorite thing because like at first i thought somehow it was like the ships because it like it, it like because zoomed... again we just see the ships yeah it zoomed because it zoomed in on each of their individual faces like their eyes and i thought like okay it's like the three ships somehow but then no like this version like this 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 getter emperor design you can see each getter machine stacked on top of each other and it retains all three of their faces it's perfect I fucking. You know what makes me really sad? What if Ishkawa was was like, was use was involved in this, and was using this as ideas for the next Getter thing? Maybe. Who could say? Like maybe this was setting up for like a final Getter Valhalla shit that was set up in like Armageddon and sort of this because what happens then is, Ryoma's like, okay, I think I know, I understand now what I want, and I want to beat that thing. That is the living embodiment of Getter. I'm gonna kick its ass. Because he's Ryoma. Yeah. And he ejects Hayato and Musa and Benkei, and they both, like, get sort of like the, 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 the Go team in um, in Armageddon. They, they, they get sent back to the real world. And, uh, Ryo, and um, Ryoma just takes the Getter 1 machine and just shoots directly at it. Yeah, no, and like, and and that and that's the the finale, sort of. We and then we what we get after that when you called me for to record this podcast, I was watching the epilogue of that, um, of just Michiru of like an an even older time skip Michiru, uh, yeah. just sort of like using a guy a a getter Geiger counter on. What I presumably on what's left of the Saotome Labs or Mount Asuma itself, what's left of yeah. that? And it's then, all fenced off. It's this contaminated area. It's very yeah. Chernobyl. And like, and then uh, Hayato and Hayato and Ben Hayato and Benke are there. Benke, uh, Benke Musashibo being the only the only mother the only fucking Musashi to fucking survive this franchise. Yeah. Um. Uh, and they're 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 all just sort of being like I I fucking wonder you know what what the future holds and like what Rio like I, I think they all like everybody but Hayato presumes that Ryoma's dead but then Hayato's like nah he's probably alive and then it cuts to fucking I I guess like Getter Valhalla or whatever and it's Ryoma in a third design which looks for... a lot like the manga's Getter one. Yes, it, it's it's like the best of it's like the best of everything. It's like it's like the classic getter, but it's not as barely as the Armageddon getter or the prototype getter we see. But it in has this the cape one. from Armageddon. Yeah, it has the cape, and it's just like oh, I want this getter too. Devin, I Devin, I want a really good. I want a really good figure of every getter. And then it just smash cuts to Kanji scrawled on the screen that just says, "There, there goes Ryoma." Goes Ryoma. And the show just smash cuts to Sayonara yesterday. 
Yes, and we haven't talked that honestly, like top like top tier top tier anime ending, period. Top tier anime ending. Yeah, like, Armageddon not, not- and Shin versus Neo. I didn't even use one for the Armageddon episode. I just used the ending of Heats. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no, fucking <laughs> Armageddon's and the Armageddon's second ending is a little better. They, they both are meh. Yeah, Armageddon's first ending. It sucks. I hate it. I don't like it. It's that's all it is. I don't remember. I don't remember Shin versus Neo's because I think I was just sort of watching like a cut together movie cut of it. Um, but then, but then this one, like, this is one of my favorite anime endings period just because it's 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 the it's a kind of energy that i don't hear in a lot of fucking j rock i mean granted i haven't heard that many my 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 entire breadth of knowledge of the genre is anime endings and that's very weeby of me but you know like they they get popular artists and pop music to do these endings so it it can't be that limited in terms of pop music of whatever area it's coming out of um but this was extremely classic rock this was classic rock in a way that like jojo doesn't do because like jojo just like took songs wholesale like it just took it just takes songs from american like music and and buys the rights to it like this like jam project made a fucking dad rock ass ballad wholesale an 80s power ballad that never was made yeah no it it really felt like it really felt like something i would have fucking like heard on the radio in middle school back when i listened to that shit like what's the name of that song let me find it it's uh it's not called sayonara yesterday no because i i tried i tried looking for it by typing sayonara yesterday and there's something else called that uh what what is the name of that song Um... no serenity no serenity. It's a good song. Uh, um, it's gonna be playing at the end of this episode, which is coming quite quite soon. But Jesus, so what did you think of? So overall, now that we've parsed and talked about this for nearly three hours, <laughs> I'm cutting a lot of this. So not yeah, three not... hours for you guys. But what what are your now condensed feelings on Shin Getter? Because you always say that when we discuss it here, it helps you like focus your opinion. I. I, I was thinking about this earlier before we recorded. I was thinking about this earlier today of, like, you know, Armageddon is the only thing that really, quote-unquote, like, made it here. Like, it's it's the Getter thing that people who don't like Getter Robo are aware of. But all three of these OVAs did get localized. I yes. w- What I feel is... I have the Getter... I, I don't have the blue the new Blu-ray release of Armageddon, but I do have like the mid two thousands, really budget power Gutter Robo power pack, and it's on it's all of Armageddon on DVD. I, 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 I can I can I can imagine that like this this time period of these OVAs all being produced was like a push. It was like a marketing push. Like they re like this was their like they were shooting their shot. They I don't like, know if Shin versus Neo was localized, but I know both New and Armageddon have dubs. Um, but regardless, like, I think this was them shooting their shot of like we're gonna we're gonna make Getter a thing. We're gonna make Getter a known quantity. We're gonna try our goddamnedest to like make something with this franchise, which makes and... Ishikawa's death only a like 
what like Ishikawa died in two thousand six. Well, when was um New Get a Robo? Two thousand four. So who knows what Ishikawa was working on because he end was made right after his death, based on something he was working on, like mm-hmm. based on notes. And he end is all right. I wanna. I, I think if we do arc, we should also do like maybe arc and he end in a single episode, or yeah, do arc and he end like back to back. But like basically, I guess what I'm my my whole thesis of what I'm going off on is like, I think ultimately, if if this was if this was an attempt to push Get a Robo to to a, to a global thing, because like you know this was this was the early this was the early to mid two thousands when anime was he anime for it, had, just hit shelves. Yeah, anime he anime too. had he looked too, anime just had, hit shelves. <laughs> finish the fight. Two thousand four. Um, <laughs> anime was finally starting to become like a known quantity, a genre in itself. In the not ju- not in the West, because Europe, Europe and South America has had have been on anime since the jump. America was finally starting to fucking smell. Because like, America white. had Robotech, which was a bastardized Macross. They got some Tezuka stuff. They got Ultraman. Amer- yeah, um, America only really knew a couple Trans-Z. things. And then, ha- like, yeah, like ha- half half of Voltron. it was half of it was stuff. Ha- half of it was America saying, "We're gonna take your thing and we're gonna make our own thing out of it, and then we're gonna claim it's ours, and we don't care if it's from Japan." But then the, 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 the tsunami, and then tsunami flipped the script. Tsunami was like, tsunami got a whole generation into anime as a product from Japan, and everybody got invested in like, Which you okay, could, what's what's you Japan trace- making? You can trace that also back to Akira um, and sure. like, Vampire Hunter D, both getting theatrical yeah. releases in the U.S. Oh yeah, that, absolutely. Like, you know, and then it got less just... and less niche to the point where Toonami was like the boiling point of the late '90s when it broke out of being neat. It, you know, ba- back when back when like DVD box sets of anime came with all this extra shit and like there was like money to be made before the bubble burst. And that was that whole era, and I think yeah, because like before ma- then it was just you got edgy OVAs on VHS. Yeah, you were like you were circulating them tapes. Um, Very and, similar to the pro wrestling, like people who watch Japanese pro wrestling, it was all circulating tapes. Yeah, and and so I I can imagine I can imagine like the like this this studio whoever owned whoever produced these whoever owned the Get Robo anime rights, um, being like this is our push like we're gonna we're gonna push Get a Robo, and I think they did honestly like. I think they did a fucking as good of a job as they could short of adapting the manga. And I don't think it landed. I think I think Get a Robo is is ultimately in terms of its in terms of a western audience, I think Get a Robo is before its time. I think so. I think nah. I think now with the fact that fucking JoJo like if you told me that JoJo's was our adventure would be animating part 5 and then it would be dubbed and premiering on Tsunami, I would not have believed you like 3 or 4 years ago. Yeah. I would not I think, have believed I think, you. I think I think Gurren Lagann also helps. I think Gurren yes. Lagann... Well, because Gurren Lagann is so obviously inspired by Getter. Like, yes. I was ta- a friend of mine just watched Gurren Lagann for the first time, and now he's watching Kill a Kill, and he made something very astute to me where he says that he feels that... He's only read the original Getter, and and mm-hmm. he's only read, like, Devilman and some of... And Cutie Honey. But he said... He, and I think he nailed it on the head in, in where my... He, he nailed it on the head, and it's my thesis, too. He just articulated it better than I could. Gurren Lagann is a love letter to Ken Ishikawa, where Kill a Kill with the same director is a love letter to Gonagai. 
Yes, honestly, I think, and I think we had we we had a similar thought when we whenever we talked about it. We I, talked I about think, it. I was thinking during Devil Man. Yeah, because we, we we were talking about Kill a Kill, and we meant like I think we both mentioned like Kill a Kill has the exact same tone and energy as a Mecha series, but it's just about like skimp like skip skimpy 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 uh battle armor instead. Yeah, it's very much like once again, it's a lot of Gonna Guys manga was like that, even Devil Man to an extent. Yeah. Just a lot darker. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely yeah. agree. I I agree with that whole wholeheartedly. Is, is... And I, I seriously think if how they could really, really, really push publishing Getter in the U.S. is put the inspiration for Gurren Lagann. That yeah, they should because like they, they I think and honestly I think that's why that's why Getter Robo was attributed. To Gona Guy, I think that was their push of just like, okay, more people know about Gona Guy, so we'll push Gona. But even back then, I think not many people knew about Gona Guy, but they knew about Gona yeah. Guy more than they knew about Kenishikawa. Definitely. Um, but I'm hey, trying to it's... think of why. I'm trying to think of why they would know Gona Guy. I guess Mazinger Z was still like a known quantity, and I guess the Devil Man, the Devil Man OVAs had been out by then. I think there was at least an underground appreciation for fucked up raunchy manga. Yes, probably. Because I think it's a good word. That's a good word to describe Gona Guy as raunchy. Yeah, well, he, you know, he, he was, he's an exploitation mangaka. Yes. He's the fucking, um, I'm suddenly trying to think back to all of my fucking exploitation film director knowledge that I learned from. Bruno uh, Matai. Yeah, Bruno, yes, he, he's the Bruno Matai of manga. Pretty much, with less ripoffs. He, if Bruno Matai actually was original. If Bruno Matai had an original idea in his goddamn head, then you would get Gona Guy. <laughs> Gona Guy's great because, like, I, 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 I love seventies manga artists because seventies manga is fucking wild. So I just, it. I've yeah, been reading I... Dissolving Classroom. Oh my god, that's fucking wild. Is that that horror one? Yeah, from like nineteen seventy four. It's yes. fu- lots of on screen child murder. I, I want to read that one, again, because of monotony. And a lot of Monopoly. sexism, but, like, the kind of 70s sexism of, like, boys and girls are different, boys take authority, take... And it, it's problematic in the way that this was written in 1974. But if you look past that shit of antiquated views of gender, it is a very good horror series. Yeah, no, um, I, I, I want to get into that. that. That's another good reason to follow Monofsky article. He he has nothing but good manga recommendations. Oh, yeah, he's he's on point. Uh, but I think this is probably the best non-Ishkawa getter thing. I don't, when we, when we finally do Devolution, I want to compare it with this. Like, what do you think was a better non-Ishkawa take on getter? Yeah. I, 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 I think just, I think just from the fact that, that Devolution is an, quasi ongoing series that has more room to breathe than this 13 episode thing. Well, Devolution's that... over now. Yes. Um but but I think I don't know just just from the the I mean I guess I have to see but just just from the initial pace they established I think that I think the Devolution has a bit more of an advantage from the get. Yeah. Um, from the getter. <laughs> from the open get. Um but yeah, I, I I also can't wait to fucking do devolution. I can't I can't wait to do I can't wait to fucking talk about everything Getter on this fucking show. Yeah, it's Getter Robo is Getter Robo is great. It's I, I I can't understate how much of like this is this franchise is so underloved. 
I, yeah. If more people read Get a Robo, I think our society would be better. If, like, I, I don't know where I'm going to be monetarily whenever this eventually happens, but, like, fucking, if I, like, when, whenever, hopefully, when, whenever I, whenever I finally reach the fucking senses of Seven Seas Publishing or whatever, and they, and they, because they're already localizing Devolution, if they actually get their fucking hands on the original Get a Robo and localize that and come out with some good fucking... God, Devin, imagine if they make, like, a fucking hardbacks of it like they do with all the other old shit they localize. Yeah, I'd... I'd, I'd be bleeding profusely from my nose. Like, if that happens, I'll fucking buy people copies. You don't fucking understand. I'll yeah, put I it would. in your hands. Oh my god, I just remembered. One we forgot... We forgot one of the best scenes in this OVA! It's when Ben gets yes. a blow up the getter and it's straight out of Go! Does that happen in Go? Yeah, right before they take off in the Shingetter, Go, like, shows up with a bazooka. He's like, I'm blowing that thing up. It killed Guy and it killed Kay. I'm not... Uh, I forgot about that, because I, I I was thinking that about that. That was, like, movie. right before Guy gets absorbed by it, and it's so sad, and then Ryoma's like, listen, we I don't want to do this either, but we have to. Yeah. And, um, and, but instead of Ryoma talking him down, Ryoma just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> I, I, that, that scene came to mind when we were initially introducing Benkei because that, that was one of the good, when I was taught, when I was talking about how Benkei has so many other good scenes outside of his, uh, initially Grabbing titty shit sex, rocks. Sex pestery. Um, that's one of the good, that's one of the, that's one of the, that's one of his best moments. And it's cause like, but that's, that's the thing, like, you know, like he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't say, oh, we have to do this anyway. He beats the shit out of them. But then like. After he beats the shit out of him and subdues him, like, he also still, he subdues him because he has to, but then he turns to everyone and says, he, like, basically, like, gestures towards Benkei and goes, like, this guy's the only one who has any fucking sense here. Yeah. <laughs> out of all of us. We're... Which is probably the most self-aware Ryoma ever has been. That's, yeah, that's his, that's his, that's, because that's the thing, like, I think... I think Ryoma, Ryoma is, Ryoma is self, Ryoma isn't self-aware, but like he, I don't know. It's like Ryoma has more going on than, than he himself is willing to admit or deal with in a, in a conscious way. Yes. Ryoma is, Ryoma has depth in this OVA in a way that like, it's, it's easy to miss. It, it, it's it's so good. There's so much to appreciate about New Getter Robo. But, um, do we have, too, should we have any emails from fans? I or are we not famous enough there. anymore? Um, let me check right now. Because the newest episode out right now is, um, Armageddon. We do not. Okay, that's fine. If you do want to talk to us about anything... We are at we are at uh, metrospective at gmail.com. We are at metrospective on Twitter. We are metrospective.tumblr. I mean metrospective.tumblr.com or is that how your I forgot how Tumblr URLs work. Um yeah, it's metro metrospective.tumblr.com. I don't know how active that's gonna be that um and we're on everything. Uh uh please leave reviews on iTunes because they make me feel good. And uh, apparently the more reviews we get, the more we'll pop up in recommended things. So if you do like this podcast, um, review us on iTunes, even if you don't use it. Just make an account to review us, and we'll be endlessly thankful. Yeah, rate and review us on iTunes. 
Uh, we have two five-star reviews from forever ago, and I looked at them and got misty-eyed. And I'm like, oh no, I think we're doing okay. Aww. And, uh, uh, aside from that, I am at ro underscore bohemian, R-O underscore bohemian, on, and on Twitter, uh, if you want to DM me or see my, my bullshit. Yeah, uh, I am, I am at out of tooch, all one word, on Twitter. And so, yeah, we've, that's all our plugging, and, uh, so final thoughts on New Getter. Was there any loose dangling threads we hadn't talked about somehow? Uh, no, it's good. All right. Uh, anyway, this has been Metrospective. I'm Devin. I'm Tooch. And uh, we cry at robots, especially at the fact that Kenishkawa is dead and we might not get any more Getter ever again. Someday. Maybe. I don't know. I'm sad. Every time I watch I, I watch a Getter thing, I'm always like, fuck yes, this is the greatest shit ever. I can't wait for more Getter things. And then I remember that Kenishkawa is dead. And then I sit there and get sad and solemnly hope that one day I will just Mandela effect be talking to you one day like, man, it sucks we lost Kenishkawa. And you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Kenishkawa is still alive. <laughs> and then, I'm, then I would have slid into a better universe. God, Mamie. I mean, look, we, we got devolution. We did. And that, that is a step. Yeah. But yes, we cried robots. And robots. Sayonara yesterday. <laughs> Sayonara yesterday. Tabi, ah!